Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 357, recorded on January 6th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we discuss E3's plans for 2022, and then we review our 2021 predictions, and we have a ton of content from our community. Jesse, you know what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, they said it wouldn't happen. They said when, why, how, ladies and gentlemen, after my one month suspension from our HR team here at Nintendo Dads, 30-day suspension, I am back in the hot seat, back on the hot mic. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2020, 2020, 2020, 2022. And I'm here with two of the coolest guys around the internet. Of course, Making his way on the soundboard, making us sound fantastic every single week. Our hardest working employee shows up rain or shine, snow, electric power outage, tornadoes, whatever. It's Mr. Jesse Waldeck. Even when we're not here, he's (laughs) always here. Well, I guess it would be hard to do this without if we had a power outage. I think you'd make it happen. Do you know what I mean? You're still there. (laughs) I think he's still behind the camera. Like, here I am. Where's everybody else? Even though there's no power. Yeah, oh, I feel like. Just remind me, I bought. One second here, I bought for myself and for my wife. I gave it to her for Christmas. Probably the biggest that? USB battery pack I've ever seen. Oh uh, wow! And the thing about this, I don't, I don't know how many times it'll charge a phone. I haven't tested that yet, but I don't know if you can see this, but it's supposed to be able to jump a car battery. Oh wow. I feel like you would figure out a way to like MacGyver three of those things together and create an internet signal to be able to broadcast <laughs> no matter what. That's the type of dedication, right? I'm going to say it right now, ladies and gentlemen, an announcement to the entire podcast community. Oh. Our 2021 employee of the year, Jesse Waldeck. Yay. Wow. Jesse Waldeck, employee Ooh. of the year. Yes. Congratulations. We're going to put his uh, picture up on the wall right beside the employee of the year the year before which is no one but maybe it'll also be jesse we'll see what happens <laughs> it's been jesse every every year been jesse you know every year every year you know that right wow this is he's his picture every year he never gets suspended by that. hr right never gets any of that always employee of the year past seven years jesse yeah speaking <laughs> of a gentleman who should be going in his sabbatical because he's reaching about five years with the nintendo dads mr timothy off timothy how are you today sir i am doing great of course um uh moved in and uh all of that still got you know a little bits here and there to do but all moved into the new place and <laughs> the community of course joking uh john in particular of the dads after dark is joking that i'm i'm breath of the wilding my move wow because the reason why he's saying that is because of i haven't beaten breath of the wild i'm still playing it taking my time after after so many years and he's joking that it's taken me so long just as long to move just a bit but, of sass. Just a bit of sass from John, hey? Come yeah, just on. a little bit. A little bit from the whole community. Yeah. yeah. They're they're having a good time. So good. Well, excellent. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, doing all right. I mean, you know, in Canada right now, our, our country is trying to kill us with its weather, right? So that's fun. I mean, it was minus 31 degrees Celsius today. That's cold. Uh, that's cold. That's super cold. Yes. Um, I believe up in the great white north of Edmonton, Alberta, which is where Mr. Sean Capri was or is. Uh, we saw a record about, or not record, but a setting of about minus 40 uh, Celsius. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a cold up here right now. So, 
Do you know what minus 40 Celsius is in Fahrenheit? Still cold. Still cold. <laughs> it's still below zero. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, min- it's minus 40. Yeah. Still cold is what that is. Doesn't matter. Still cold. Nice. So, yeah, no, doing all right. Thanks for asking. That's great cold to be- enough to be still the same amount in Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's uh, thank you for asking. It's great to be back. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, it's good. You know, like I said, suspended for 30 days uh, from our, our HR team because of the, I hope great you Canadian, your lesson. the great Canadian takeover. I thought that was a little <laughs> bit harsh. Didn't even let me go to the game awards. They took back my my uh, past that I received from Mr. Jeff Keeley. Yes. So that was a bit frustrating. I hope you learned your lesson from now. I, you know, it was even tough. I got no pay. I just had to sit there and think about, you know, what happened really is, is they made me just play like Mega Man games for 30 days straight as my punishment. And um, those games are absolute trash. You know what I'm saying? Absolute <laughs> trash. I can say that because Mr. Marty Estes is in here. And hey, by the way, folks, if you can send some sweet love to Mr. Marty Estes, he has actually lost his voice. Um, Apparently he was too busy screaming on his, on his uh, porch, shaking his fist at the clouds, um, just yelling at anything. Um, I thought it was, I thought you guys were, it was from yelling at Nintendo because you guys were gone. There was that for the negotiation bit. for yeah. us to yeah. take over Nintendo minute. Yeah. That, you know, actually that got really close to us taking over crazy story. Uh, really, really close. Uh, they said in the end, um, two fat white middle-aged men doesn't feel very diverse. And I said, isn't it though? One of us is from Canada. One of us isn't. And they said, not enough, not enough, sir. So I said, yes, we right. need more diversity here. Fair enough. Yeah. That was exactly what happened. Okay. Um, so yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, if you do guys folks send, uh, send Marty uh, some love, he was going to be on the show today. We had a different show planned, uh, but him losing his voice was not great. Uh, but yeah, I do send him some, uh, some care. As a matter of fact, Marty losing his voice is my favorite version of Marty. <laughs> Just wait for it. You'll all get it in a second. Marty, I love you. I'm just kidding. All right, folks, we're going to jump into not a lot of news because it's the new year and uh, Nintendo is just getting started. So let's jump right into the news. And of course, today's news is brought to you by our partnership with Manscaped and Patreon.com. So, hey, if you're interested in supporting Nintendo Dads, head over to Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads for as little as a dollar a month. And of course, we're going to talk about Manscaped later in the show. Let's jump right into the news. So, I guess I mentioned, not a lot's happening. I think the big thing that uh, just got announced, kind of just broke a couple hours ago. Yeah, earlier uh, this e- morning. Yeah, E3 2022 will not be held in person due to concerns around the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Um, and so they have officially announced, right, that they're going to be going digital, just well, like they, they did, did last they? they just said uh, it wasn't I, going to be in person. That's a good point. They Okay, fair <laughs> enough. They just said we ain't doing it in person. Don't book flights, I if guess. If they're right? doing digital, they haven't said anything yet. Yeah, you're 100% correct there, uh, Jesse. So I apologize. Thank you for keeping us honest. Um, guys, fact, what do you think I, of actually, this? I actually had that in the notes, too. I'm like, wait, no, they didn't say they're going digital. They're saying yeah. it's just not physical. There is a difference. Yeah, yes. I, uh, I I ended up uh, reading that a little bit more. Decided to keep going. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, folks, what are we thinking? How do we, I mean, I, I are you guys shocked this about this? No, this yeah, is, it took so, them a while in what was that 2020 or yeah. Yeah. So uh, they didn't figure it out till no, they canceled 2020. So, but still they completely. canceled 2020 pretty late. You know, yeah. 
again, I had, I had the credentials to go. I was yeah. set to go, and then, but I think I think this is the nail in the coffin. I don't think we're ever going to see an E three again. Yeah, yeah. In person is what you mean by that, Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is. I mean. This is, you know, and as someone who, and I know that Jesse, I mean, again, full transparency, folks, 2021, literally, Jesse was approved for E3 coverage as media. We had booked, we actually booked his flights and his hotel room. Uh, so we were, this was the first time we were sending an official, official Nintendo Dads representative to it. Um, we were very excited to have that opportunity and again, funded and supported by our amazing uh, community. And uh, sure, look at that didn't happen. And uh, I, you know, I tend to agree that this may be a bit of a nail in the coffin um, because I, and I've talked about like the business side of this before, when you talk about an event like E3 and you're sending, I don't know, representatives from any of your studios to go showcase your games or be on the floor uh, that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of money, right? You've got to, you've got to rent a booth space. You've got to send over your staff, right? You've got to do flights, hotels, food, Right. It's a big ticket item to actually be able to support that type of uh, type of thing for any convention. Right. But E3 specifically, because E3 has always been the show. Right. That has kind of been our 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 Everest as gamers. Thank you. Yeah. Our Mecca. And um, it's a lot of money, a lot of finances and a lot of work. And I think so. For E3 to be able to have gone digitally. Now, I think, as I recall, there was still a digital cost right for people to participate um, not as, yeah, not as, and, um, not as and, like um, media or as consumers, but rather as vendors. Yeah. And people right? didn't like that idea. No, uh, this, this reduces they costs. They could just say, screw that. I'm going to do my own thing. And they can still put out the same content on, yeah. on their own without having yeah. to pay ESA anything. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly it. Right. So I, I mean, I think that this is a very hard I, and I don't want, you know, I don't want to say E3 is dead. I don't believe E3 is dead. I believe E3 is evolving. Yes, right. And it, it has, has to, to, it has to evolve. Um, but and- I, you know what though? I think this gives us an opportunity to, you know, we, we've been throwing around the idea of having our own little event where we meet up, you know, the four of us or whatever. And this maybe gives us an opportunity to talk about that at that mm-hmm. time you know, have our own E3 or at least yeah. get together and watch it together. You know, who knows, yeah. you know, just, yep. and who knows if other people are doing it. Cause that's what they did before. In fact, I think um, uh, the P um, the Nintendo shack people, you know, uh, was it PG Donnie, Donnie and his group there. Yeah. They were uh, talking about getting together a year or two ago at a uh, Airbnb, mm-hmm. um, their whole group and doing the show from there. Yeah. And and doing their E3 from there, even though it was still E3 was going on. So there's there's it's just a new way of doing things, like we said, evolving. And that that's a way that we could probably do, too, is evolve with it, yeah. even though it'll, it'll, it kind of sucks because it's like I know Jesse was planning on going. Like you said, I was hoping to go one year, <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Uh, so it's been a dream for some people, you know, so. And the, the yeah. way airlines work, we couldn't get that refunded. So I still have credit with Southwest Airlines. We were, I was hoping to go this year, you know, that's obviously not happening. So maybe we'll, you know, I'll have to, you know, convert them into points before they expire and, you know, use them to go to a PAX or something, you know, or yeah. in the future. Well, I think, 
you know, and I think that was something even I heard, you know, at PAX, uh, PAX West in Seattle, the August one has always interested me in being relatively, I'm going to use the word relatively close to Seattle in comparison to like Boston for PAX East, right? That's been something that my wife and I have talked about, about me maybe taking a long weekend and flying down with the kiddos and attending it because it's, it's kind of been on my bucket list, right? PAX, PAX West and, and ENDE3. But even last year, you know, my what I heard from the PAX scene was that it was like, it was almost as if it was a startup convention again right the big the big the big game the big big developers the big conference wasn't there anymore right and it was kind of like a very much startup um and i think like you know the conference scene is going to be kind of struggled for a bit and it will be right i think of you know i was in i went to cologne germany for gamescom in 2018 their commentary was that like they ran like half a half a million people through that complex over four days um, which is at, which is which is actually numbers bigger than E3, which is right. kind of crazy. Um, and I remember, I mean, I have pictures of like it's a sea of people, literally like you could like it's it's unbelievable. And that idea of seeing that now in like a post-COVID world, you're like, no, <laughs> I don't want to be that close to anybody in my life again. So, yeah, it's it's crazy, and uh, it, it unfortunate for those of us who had always wished to see an E3. But it's changed. It's been changing even before this uh, and not the same as like what the reason why I always wanted to go was because of what I read in the magazines and wanted to go be a part of that and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's changed even from then to where I can still be a part of it, but from my own home. Yeah. So. It's all cool. Like even yeah. last year, we got to we got to I got to interview a developer. Mm-hmm. I never, you know, t- I got excited about that. Like if I could have told myself, my younger self that, Hey, one day you'll, you're, you're going to interview a developer. I, you know, I'd be like, <gasps> but it's, but it's funny though. But I mean, the, th- the thing with that though, is in like a little bit of a, of a, in the pocket conversation, that opportunity existed before this. Right. Yeah. And, and like, it wasn't, I mean, we've, we've done interview call, interview. I mean, yeah, we've, we, we've interviewed we developers yeah. on this show yes. by zoom, right? Like, yep. All the time. So, I mean, I think it's, I think it just, I don't know, it decentralizes the kind of experience and existence and allows for that exposure kind of regardless of one location. Um, so, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, well, folks, that's the news. <laughs> that gives us the opportunity, like I said, I think for, you know, the companies are doing their own thing. Uh, we even saw IGN do their own thing. And then, you know, the Summerfest and all that kind of stuff it could even come down to even us doing our own thing, you know, and, and hosting those events that interest us, you know? So it's more about smaller things, I guess, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think it's just, again, that idea of of owning your digital, digital content. Right. And um, yeah. So I think, I think it's interesting. So Um, Jesse, any other thoughts on that? I can't think of anything. I think I said what I wanted to say. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 357 <laughs> of Nintendo Dads. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> shortest show we've ever done, right? That I mean, that is kind of the news, right? There's nothing yeah. else we missed yeah. this week. We, we, we thought last week was going to be short. We, we still, with all that discussion we had in the back half, it ended up still being a good length. Yeah. yeah. 
well, we're still going to have an amazing conversation because we're going to break down our 2021 predictions, the things we chatted about, uh, and see who the 2021 champion is. And we're going to put that photo, their their headshot on the other wall, which I think is beside my one, two, three, four back-to-back prediction winners, I believe, (laughs) is how that works. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how that goes. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't think we'll go to our ad break quite yet. That's a little bit early for our <laughs> ad break. Uh, so why don't we jump into these? Um, there's no rumors going on. I guess there's, I guess there's the, oh, there, I'll give you a short rumor. Uh, there might be a Nintendo direct in January here. We've talked about it. I think we can move forward. Wow. Right. Like, like, all right. All right. Let's move over into our 2021 predictions. Uh, Tim, you've got this all kind of marked up, chalked up, readied up. Uh, as a reminder, and we're going to be in our prediction episode is going to be next week, by the way, next week, uh, hopefully presuming Marty's voice is back. Uh, we're all going to meet together here. Same bat time, same bat channel. And we're going to provide our 2022 Nintendo predictions where we kind of gaze into our crystal ball, if you would, and talk about what we think Nintendo's going to end up doing what, and then we compare that to what actually happened. So Tim has actually got all of our predictions lined up here. And uh, and we have some scoring. Is that right, Timothy? Yes, yeah, so it's based on what Jesse built for us in the past. So just basically copying over and bringing over what we what he had last year and what we had there as well. So it's all set up. And also just a reminder that even um, we're extending the invitation for everybody to submit their top 10 games for 2021 since we are not doing it tonight. We're going to do it next Thursday. So if you didn't get a chance to submit those to us, you still can get it to us either through our discord channel or via our email at Nintendo dads at gmail.com. Yeah. So we're going to run of us made a different number of predictions. It'll be just kind of percentage based, you know, and end points out of M where, and uh, if, if we declare something is partially right, we'll give a half point. So we're going to run down these predictions. I'm going to run down Marty's and we're going to chat them out one by one. So starting off, Marty says a main line Nintendo directs are done except for E3. I'm going to say this is wrong. That is wrong because they had an E3 or a Nintendo direct. And I think it was like February of 2021. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wrong there. Uh, Switch pro is released in fall of 2021. Wrong. Zelda HD collection 2021. The word collection is where I'm struggled with. I would give him half points because he said Zelda HD because Skyward Sword is a Zelda. Yes. And it is HD. I agree with that. It's not a collection. Point. I'll give him yeah, half point for I'm that. I'm okay with giving him a half. All right. Because as I look at the rest of this, that may be the only points he gets. Uh, <laughs> new, cl- new, cl- uh, sorry, new punch out game to be released in 2021, which is wrong. New classic console release in 2021. So what he's referring there to is a, like a Nintendo console or the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Metroid's 35th anniversary will be underwhelming, but a new game will be released. Full marks for that. Full yep. marks. I can remakes. There we go. Remakes of Diamond and Pearl will be released. Holy cow. Look at Marty go. A new Star Fox game will be released by the end of the year. And he has some wild cards. Now we score wild cards differently. Don't we? Am I wrong? Oh, I didn't think so. Okay. I don't remember. More Amiibo will be announced. Which they were. They were announced. 
Did he mean more than the Smash Brothers amiibo? Do you think? That's what I would t- took that because the Smash Brothers are a given. Was there any other than Smash? I yes, the Monster yes. Hunter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Monster Hunter Rise okay. and Stories. Okay. Uh, new Super Mario RPG in 2021. Wrong. And God love them. NHL 64 <laughs> remaster release. Wrong. All right. So what is that? Uh, what are we totaling up here? So, whoa, wrong page. Where's my cursor? So it went down to the second page. Wrong. <laughs> oh, my number lock. That's what happened. Uh, seven wrong, one partial, and two correct. Was it? Or, that is two correct. Yes. Oh, three correct. Three correct. Three correct. So we got three and a half out of 11. Yes, Chris, I'm looking at the Discord chat here, Chris NHL. So this is the humbling episode where we find out how wrong the dads were. Yes. Yes. Um, Ibisel, oh, this is didn't where Justin, didn't Justin predict water was wet this year? <laughs> you, Ibisel. You're not oh, wrong. This, is, this is the episode where one of us hopes to beat Justin. Yeah. What is up, Super Nintendo? What's going on? Um, Ibisel, Game & Watch is a Zelda collection. Oh. But it's oh, not HD. Oh. It's not yeah, HD. Not HD. It's not HD. He says Zelda HD collection. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, he, he was thinking Skyward Sword. You know what? Chris is Chris. Chris NHL is saying I agree about Zelda and Game and Watch with uh, Ebisel. Let's okay. So we gave Marty half a point, right, on that one. So yeah. two parts. Let's give him point seven five. Three, three point, quarters. Point, three quarter of a mark. Is that is that a good compromise, Chris and Ebisel? Half point. All right. Half of a half a point. Half a half a half a point. <laughs> that increases his percent from 31.8 to 34.1. Oof. Or, nice. Oh, Not no. a bad show. Not a that's, bad that's show. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, the, the crazy one that Wildcard, the one that I kind of, kind of like, ooh, wow, way to go there was the Diamond and Pearl. Re, re, uh, oh, yeah. Re- yeah. Released. That was, um, that was a good one. All right, moving on to Mr. Jesse Waldack. Jesse says the Switch Pro will be released that is TV only and can be upscaled to 4K, much like the Xbox One. Oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> uh, either way, if TV only or still hybrid, the update system will have a built-in Ethernet port to encourage Ethernet connectivity for online and streaming game systems services. That's I'm going to give you half a mark. I'm going to give yeah, you half a mark I, on that I, one. I, I was right for the wrong reason. Yes, but I'm going to because yeah, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you half because because it was right that way. There will be an update. There will be an update in the Switch Lite that can be docked and played on TV. No, no, hard <laughs> no. Uh, Wii U HD remasters will be released on the Switch as a bundle. No. Yeah. I was Capcom, just I, that's basically what Marty said, but I was more specific. Yeah. <laughs> Too specific Cap, to not get a part. Listen, hey, listen, as the four time, four time <laughs> predictions champion of the Nintendo dads, I'm going to tell you the secret. It's when the devil's getting the details that you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the more right. fine pointed you make it, the more likely you are to lose. That's the developer in me. I have to be specific with what I say. Yes. <laughs> and the storyteller in me is I'm going to make it as vague as possible to win. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. The next one is Capcom 
Zelda games, ages, uh, seasons, and Minish Cap will be available as a collection without game enhancements, just uh, GBC and GBA emulation. I wish. That was, I mean, that's a bold prediction. I love your energy around it. You're just so wrong. That would have been so cool if they came out <laughs> yeah. with Capcom. Re- they just um, released collection. everything else in the Game & Watch. <laughs> with Switch games getting further behind in new in power compared to the PS5 and Xbox series, at least five games will be announced, not necessarily released, to be playable via streaming. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give them the win for that one. Yes, sir. You got that one 100% correct. Nice. We had a, this this year, 2021, I believe was was you saw a huge mark in that shift on streaming. Right. We saw Nintendo really and subtly at times. Right. You're like, oh, that's a game's out. You're like, oh, it's a cloud version. Yeah. It was just like a little tiny print down at the bottom. Yeah. They did a very good job <laughs> of subtly adding that in to keep they keep competitive. Uh, wow. Zelda Game & Watch to either be remade uh, as it was before or enhanced like Mario's Game & Watch with both Zelda NES games playable. Jesse nailed that one. Absolutely nailed it. Well, nice. I was still hoping for the dual screen one from 1980. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 will be released in 2021. And again, we were so naive and hopeful in early January of last year. <laughs> right. Uh, Kid Icarus 35th anniversary. Nothing will happen regarding the anniversary making the eggplant wizard cry. Nothing happened. So I guess you're right. Like it's a, it's a betting on a negative. So you're right. Yeah. <laughs> We will get Metroid Prime Trilogy playable on the Switch. No, we will not. A, a Metroid GBA collection will be available. It sure did not. Oh, my gosh. That would have been so Metroid fun. Prime will not be released in 2021. That is correct. We will see some sort of Dragon Quest game port to the Switch. Either. What is this? Four, either five, four, five, six, six trilogy or port. Port no. of nine. Yeah. yeah, it's a hard pass, sir. We won't hear anything about Dragon Quest 12. That is a wrong because it was announced as in, uh, in development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pokemon will have something to release this year since it took a year off to do so to release a DLC. It's too soon for Gen 9. So this year will release be a long awaited Gen 4 remake. Is that Gen 4, Pearl, and yes. Diamond? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, then you got that one right too, sir. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire was seven years ago as part of Gen 6, so I don't I don't think you're doing that. All right. Jesse Waldak, what did right. you get, sir? Let's see. You should make the... So one, two, three, four, five, correct, with a partial... So I'll double check the wrongs, make sure I count, added it right. Console Cato in, in here, just throwing some shade, eh? Justin just gives all the safe predictions. Man, <laughs> where? what is with the Justin hate? Just because I'm the four-time Nintendo Dad's predictions champion of the world. All right, so I got <laughs> five why? and a half. Is that why, five Console Cato? 5.5 out of 15, which is 36.67%. Oh, take took the lead from Marty. Took the lead from Marty. Are you saying Tim's predictions sound like a guy smoking pot in his basement? I don't Wait, know what? Chris NHL 1694, what? but I love that. 
His predictions remind me of the table scenes in the basement from the 70s show. He deserves it and we want it. <laughs> nice. I love it. Are you saying Tim's predictions sound like a guy smoking pot in the basement? That's I funny. think so. All right. I, I get so. it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sometimes they are. I just have right. fun with them. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Now, hey, listen, here's the thing. Everyone's busting my chops about my predictions. And we're going to see some wild cards here. We have some, some crazies. All right. Number one, mainline Nintendo directs are done. I was wrong. Switch Pro released 2021. I was wrong. At least three cloud games arrive in 2021. Hitman does not uh, count since it was already announced. I was correct. Mario sports game of some type in 2021. I was correct with golf. A new system in NSO online, I was correct. As a matter of fact, I almost double correct because we got Genesis and six. I was going to say, you're wrong because you only had one. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> Apex Legends will be released before February 4th. I was wrong. A Metroid game will be released. I was right. Overwatch 2 will be released in 2021. I was wrong. Mainline Mario game will be released. 3D World doesn't count. I was incorrect. There will not be a major UI update in 2021. That was a counter to mine. I think this is playing (laughs) off of the, we're going to get folders and photos. Nope. Animal Animal Crossing season pass or some paid DLC in 2021. I was correct. Animal Crossing will become the number one best-selling game on the console. I was wrong. And my wild cards included Valhalla coming to the Switch, which I was incorrect on. Uh, Donkey Kong sequel, which I was incorrect on. And Fortnite saves the world, which I was in, not correct on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of 15. So you, you got that half a point more than me. Sweet mother of <laughs> pearl. So you got 40%. Console Kato wow. says, I can't believe you guys were right about paid DLC. Hey, Console Kato, just watch. Just sit around. Watch a bit. <laughs> Steal a couple of our ideas because you're going to see that we're right a lot of the time because we call it. Justin is becoming champion that that great when you're batting. <laughs> is, <laughs> yes, he wins with volume. It's a numbers game, folks. It's a numbers game. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse, do we have suspense music? Oh, we don't? Okay. Well, I think we should because the suspense is killing me as we move over to Tim's because Tim could dethrone the champion. Let's take. Not suspense, but. That's pretty good. I like it. All right. It's funny. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, scores as we have it rolling in. Currently, Marty at 34.09. Jesse, 36.67. Justin, 40%. One Nintendo dad left. Can he take the throne? Can he take the crown? We'll find out after this ad break from Manscaped. <laughs> 
Hey, folks, cheers to 2022 and resolutions that you can actually keep. Hey, how about upgrading upgrading your grooming routine for the new year? Our sponsor at Manscapes are here to make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go over to manscaped.com and use a code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, let me tell you, folks, kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year. If you're making some no year's resolutions, that is something hygiene, self-care, taking care of yourself is absolutely critical. And to do that, you got to use the best tools for the job. And of course, that is going to be over at manscaped.com. So now whether you've got some resolutions is to work out more or travel new places, be sure again to head over to manscaped.com. They've got a great travel bag. They've got lots of uh, body washes and uh, deodorants and wipes uh, and razors and all the things that you need, whether you're traveling, putting in your travel bag or whether you're working out more, you need some more deodorant, you need some more body wash, you need kind of, you know, some uh, making yourself feel, feel fresh, head over to Manscaped. They have fantastic offers or fantastic products uh, that we fully endorse that we use. We absolutely love. So again, manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off and free sh- shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a new year. It's a new me in 2022. Thanks to Manscaped. All right. Back to you, Jesse. Did you like that? That was pretty pretty good. Like, let's cut to commercial right now and build more suspense. I was, you know, I'm going to be honestly, I feel good about that. Yes. That was really good. All right. (laughs) (laughs) There we go, Jesse. All right, here we go. Tim's number one coming out. Zelda 35th anniversary celebration. You missed the first. You missed the first. Oh, one. I'm sorry. That was my my page broke. I apologize. That and I and page. I already have an argument for that. Okay. Well, look, we're gonna have a chat about that. <laughs> new Switch Pro Plus or new or 2.0 model coming. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a mark for this. Full mark because I believe you are correct. I agree that the Switch Pro or the Switch OLED is a 2.0 and it is new. Yeah, that was that's the point not, of that. Uh, that's not what he meant with this. No, that is what I meant because I didn't know what whatever whatever hell name they <laughs> Nintendo was going to come up with for their Switch. I'll see, when you say this, when I read this, I think of it's got a bigger, a better processor, more memory, does something that it is. It's a better it. screen. No, it was that's like, new. The point of my prediction was like the 3DS going to the new 3DS. It was basically the 3DS still. It was just. It was new and improved. New and improved. Yeah, but yeah, and, that, and I Pro, didn't know what, so it's, what names. So, so you made it like Uber Vag. No, a new <laughs> Uber Vag would have said. So you can't I would have said. I would have said a new Switch was going to come out. That's what I would have said. <laughs> it was going to be super vague. I, I think. I think he's right. I think, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. We got some people cheering. We got some people in the chat cheering. I see Chris NHL 94, Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> all my money's on Tim's predictions. Uh, Solo something says, never give me, never tell me the odds. Man, we got a lot of, we got a lot of love here. Nice. He knew that it would be, it would be the OLED. Console Kato's gotcha. <laughs> all right. I mean, you know. Chris NHL's 94 is also saying, hey, you're, you're playing the Justin card. 100% correct. And IA also, 
I gave him the point. I think he's yes. correct. Yes. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Frick. All right. Let's move on to our next item. The <laughs> Zelda 35th anniversary celebration will not live up to expectations. 100% correct. 100% correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's two for two, ladies and gentlemen. Can he make it? Jedi Fallen Order will be released on the Switch via the cloud. Oh, man, I love your energy and your enthusiasm. Yeah. Do we have that? Jesse, we have the sad music. Where is it? I have it somewhere. I just can't. It's you in find, a folder. You find that, and I will continue going. There you go. Or this. Yeah. Nice. I love that. I love that. All right. Game Boy Family of Games on the Nintendo Switch Online in September wrong so close that one's getting moved over to 2022 are you so you're, just you're, telling you that right, right now just, that's, just, a, that's a that's a that's a copy paste all right i love it <laughs> yeah. I, I i've i've had i've had predictions roll over into the next year before yeah yeah <laughs> breath of the wild 2 will be released in 2021 wrong <laughs> that's rolling over too <laughs> a metroid game will be released this year correct yes there will be at least Three Switch or Switch Lite themed systems in 2021. That is what correct. Is, what is what should sorry, be correct? Did we, what, what what do we have? There'll be Shouldn't at least be... three Switch or Lite themed systems. Like a like you know, like like a Zelda themed system. But I, oh, it wasn't... um, um, Mister Mister Timothy Alf, can you tell me what those three systems are? Well, we had the Pokemon one, so that was a light. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh yeah, I thought, I thought there was another one, another two. This one made I thought there was a couple. Of I'm even going to give you one. There was a Monster Hunter one. Yes, that was yes, sir. So I believe you called partial for three. Shouldn't I get a partial? <laughs> you said at least three, not at least two. I'm going to, you know what? We're going to do this. Hold on. Let me see. Where I, is I our... thought there was another one. Entertaining. <laughs> yes. So let's see. There was a third one. No, no. I'm just saying. Um, All right, chat. Fortnite. Now, blu- was there? Blu- Fortnite. I, wouldn't there was... Call, I wouldn't call the purple color a theme. That's just a new okay. color. Hold on a second. Hold on, Tim. You're saying the Fortnite one was themed. Yeah, when I'm was that? To, I'm trying to see the date on it. That might have been last year, but let me just double check. Uh, I thought that was last year too. That might be last year's. How do you do a poll? Okay, hold on a second. Poll. Here we go. Start. I tried searching it, and it told me when the game released. Not. Uh, this isn't helping. Okay, this Fortnite Special points. Edition Switch announced that was September of 2020. That was announced for Europe. Ah, oh, dang it. That was 2020. That's okay. Okay. It's Quag hard says, to find all go. these doggone things. Quag says, let's go, Minnesota. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh, popping a poll, and, popping a poll and, over in the Discord, Discord right now. Saying, are we going to give Tim some points here? You got two out of three. Discord, let me know. Are we going to give Tim some points? He got two out of three. Or Twitch, I apologize. Oh, Endgamer says it was 2021. 
Well, it was was that released in North America or was that just Europe only? It oh, it came to North America after it came to Europe. Did it? Oh no! All right. Uh, when was the Fortnite Switch uh, skin available? Right. Coming to America. See, see, I see another article said it was it released in November, but I don't know if that's in Europe or worldwide. How about the Dragon Quest one? When when did that one come out in Japan? Nintendo offers. Ah, this was on Nintendo. Their Fortnite one was offered on um, 2020. Okay. It was part of their, uh, yeah, I'm on their actually Nintendo website right now. When did the Dragon Quest one come out in Japan? Mm, mm. <laughs> He's really reaching now. <laughs> Mar- Mario was February 2021. Was there a special one for Mario? Not this year. There. W- no, the red one, the red one was 2020. Wasn't it was it? the Dragon Quest 11S hardware bundle. No, the Switch OLED doesn't count. What we're talking about specifically here, Nintendo. I didn't say colors. Not colors, theme. So it's got to have like theme. a game. So, so the examples that we have given for 2021 are Monster Hunter and the Pokemon Light one. Yeah, was there the another Dra- The Dragon Quest one, one in Japan was 2019. Oh, okay. When so what was launched. that Mario one you said? Well, there was one where he did like it was his overall thing, right? His overalls. Yeah. Someone said so in the chat was saying, I thought it was solo something is saying uh he thought it was 2021. That it's, was 2021. Yes, yes, was, that is a theme one as three. It, it was announced like the week <laughs> after we made this prediction. Yes, that's why I thought there were three. That's I knew is there that were themed. Is that a skin that There's is no Mario Icon on it? That is gonna... themed. That is a full point, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. We, we... There was a red and blue switch. It was the 3D world. Oh, victory solo something. All right, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Next, we will get two or more 3DS games ported to the Switch. I don't remember any, but I could be misremembering. Yeah, 3DS games. Any? No, I don't think we got any 3DS games. So, no. No, I <laughs> no like uh no no the no, no, no. Wrong or no there, like I'm um, wrong. Um, there were a couple of things. I there were at least a few things that were ported. That I thought were on the 3ds, but uh, or maybe they were DS. I don't know. Uh, um, the Ace Attorney or the whatever Attorney ones, the trilogy. Oh yeah! I, ladies and gentlemen, he is. This is this is called this is called <laughs> grabbing at a life preserver. Is what's going on? Also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, look at Me- Mecha Dragon showing up, and he's saying, "Hey, sure, look at uh, great Ace Attorney." Yeah, that's uh, what also. Was, I do want to let you know, Tim, that yes. the Twitch chat loves you so much that they were saying that you should get points for your skin one. I, like I was like, should we give him any points? He only had two out of three. They were like, yes, we should. Right. The Ace Attorney <laughs> nice. Trilogy came out in 2019. Mm. Oh, okay. 
Why, why did I think it came out this year? Uh, well, the okay, you're thinking of okay, you're thinking of the great Ace Attorney, which okay, that is one. Or, yeah, that's what I was thinking of was the okay. great Ace Attorney. I couldn't remember which attorney it was. Yeah, so that those 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 were three DS games in Japan, never released in North America until they came out on the Switch. Okay. All right. Um, so we're gonna say wrong on that one. Oh, that requires just leave it blank for now. Okay. Unknown, I guess. Switch will get a significant UI update. Wrong. Yeah, that was <laughs> Splatoon 3 will be announced and teased in 2021. Announced or teased. That's correct. Yes. Wild card Labo 2.0 wrong that was proven right actually because we even polled our guests after that when garage builder came out i said is this considered labo 2.0 and we had a guest on here or two say yes that is labo 2.0 well i think it was the software was based on the on the labo (laughs) development kit do you think 2.0 i think you're thinking more cardboard you know what but i'm gonna i'm at so Despite the fact that I think this actually forces me to now lose, I'm actually <laughs> going to give it to you because I think the crutch behind Labo is that idea of creative, of being creative, of learning, of STEM, of development and design and getting and introducing that type of stuff. And that's really what Garage Builder, Garage, Garage Builder is, is a develop there's a game development studio right in in there so i would actually argue that i think labo 2.0 the fundamentals of what we believe labo 2.0 to be is correct nvidia cloud gaming service will come to the switch wrong wrong (laughs) yeah even without that labo 2.0 point you he still had more points than you Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the king has been dethroned. Your 2021 Nintendo Predictions Champion, Mr. Timothy yes. I come a long way from the bag over my head the first year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To this, to this, yes, so absolutely. I'm, I'm proud to, to win and fight for that, especially in a I'm, couple of those. I'm kind of still surprised that I said that we wouldn't hear about a Dragon Quest 12. <laughs> yeah, lots of cheer, lots of cheering in the uh, in the chat here. Console thank you Kato. for the support in the chat. Thank you yeah. very much. Console Kato saying, "Wow, I feel like I'm witnessing history." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, gracious former champion. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, Timothy off. Lots of cheering. That's a good one. Yeah, lots. Well done, Tim. Now, memory serves. Well, I've checked the bank. Tim, I know that I'm the four-time champion. I think you won last year, actually, too, didn't you? No, you won last year. Did I? Okay. Yeah. So this is my first, this is my first time I've, I've, uh, I've lost. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, I'm officially I'm, announcing I'm my retirement from Nintendo Dads. I don't know if this is. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't a- know if. Oh, never mind. That. That. that that page went 404 on me. It, it wasn't a retirement uh, match, Justin. So you don't have oh, to okay. retire. It okay. wasn't a retirement. Okay. I thought it was. Thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He should display his the trophy on stream for the rest of the year. I love that. I love that. That's great. Yeah, I'll see what I can do about you know 
changing my background yeah. to a bunch of championship belts in the back. Yeah. Or something. I, 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 need find, <laughs> I need to find an, an audio, but I'm thinking of like old and television games, like baseball and football games mm-hmm. had a, a cheer sound nice. that was, oh, like, yeah. It was like, woo, think, woo, 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 woo. and they actually heard like yes. some boop, boop. Oh, like it might can be you, some booze thrown in there. But... No. Oh, I guess not. It's just piping my audio. Never mind. I had a, I had a crowd laughter kind of cheering, um, like studio audience uh, on my soundboard. A lot, a lot of USA, USA, USA chants going on. <laughs> Thank you, Ninfrendo. Um. Yeah, Justin is taking over Nintendo Minute. That's correct. This is my last show. I am resigning uh, after <laughs> handing down my belt to Timothy. Um, and uh, this will be my last show. I'm excited to announce the acquisition that uh, I've been acquired by the Mega Dads team. Uh, and now I'm just going to go over and curse all the time. Oh, I just got I just got a uh, championship cookies. Championship cookies. That's a pizza box. This is that's because this is from uh, Crumble Cookie. What's Crumble and Cookie? These are the cookies. Wow. They're, wow. They're giant cookies that my daughter just started a job for them. So that's she just came home with a box full of these suckers. Holy cow. That is a lot it's of like, cookies. You asked for cookies. I said, I'm going to start working there because they're work. I got these cookies there. And then she's just like, you asked for cookies. And I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> you should ask for money next time. Yeah, I know. I want a box full of right. money. Right. Holy cow. That is absolutely, absolutely tremendous. That's awesome. Those also look delicious. I'm hungry for cookies. I know, right? They, it's like, get, get them away. <laughs> yeah. So, gentlemen, I, you know, we've we've obviously, you know, again, Tim, congratulations to you. Um, let's have a chat about a little bit, a bit, a little bit about Nintendo's 2021, right? Because obviously, we go through our predictions. Anything surprise you guys the most? Maybe about 2021 that you were definitely the most shocked about from Nintendo, or you know, as you look at these predictions, you're like, man, I was so close, or man, that that's something that I that I, or maybe something we didn't predict that Nintendo did do that you were like, wow, I didn't see that one coming at all. I'd have to say uh, when I got the Splatoon three right. Mm. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> it's yeah. like because it dropped, and I was like, "I got a prediction right." <laughs> yeah, kind of like I, kinda, I had the same feeling when they announced the the Zelda Game and Watch. Though you know, I forgot that I said you know the original, like the original Game and Watch or the enhanced version. So I thought I lost the point because I wanted the dual screen one, but uh, I'm glad I worded it the way I did. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, you know, I think, I think the one that kind of, I definitely agree with the Splatoon comment, right? I think I had said like, that is way too early. Um, You know, the, the, the one that I was actually shocked about that no one put on here that I felt like we, that have been, that has been on here in the past was the Mario and Rabbids um, sequel. Right. Cause I think I, I want to think like in the past years, we've talked about that one a couple of times. And obviously this year it showed up. I, excuse me. I think the other one that we really were um, were kind of blown away with was Metroid Dread, right? Like that was not, I mean, that wasn't on anyone's radar. That hadn't been rumored by the January, by the time we were talking about this. Metroid Prime 4, we didn't know anything about. And then for it to be released, come out in such a short time, I thought that was absolutely tremendous. That was um, that was a shocker for sure, especially yeah. being E3. And like, I mean, 
I even talked about this uh, somewhere else, just like just the fact of it being announced and then just our jaws dropping because of that, because we were like, okay, we kind of all felt like we knew that prime wasn't coming, but they, and they started with that message and then they were like, but we have other news. And then we're just sitting there like, Oh, is this but because we knew prime four was in development. We figured at least one, if not all three of the previous primes would be, and they didn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean that Metroid prime trilogy collection has been, that rumor has been sitting out there for so long. Right, like I think that got postponed along with everything else. So, even my prediction (laughs) about the GBA Metroid games, you know, that kind of you know, when once Dread was announced, everyone said, Oh, we need these games. So, my prediction of people wanting the games was right, (laughs) but the games have never came out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? You know, as, as I'm thinking of this, like maybe the way I can put it, like, what do you think were the ups and the downs of Nintendo's 2021 year? Not enough uh, big Nintendo properties. Just kind of, mm-hmm. it was very quiet in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. Or Zelda not being celebrated as much as say, yeah, I think that not even as much as Mario. And we were still even disappointed with the Mario celebration. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, and that, I'd that's call what the Zelda celebration in quotes because it really wasn't uh, right alongside and again this isn't nintendo's fault this is square's fault but the the pixel remasters not being on switch for final fantasy yeah, yeah. And, and again i think this appointment though is on us because of you know i guess we kind of expected oh they did a uh, mario 35th so they're for sure gonna do a zelda 35th but I mean, again, we were expecting something that Nintendo never announced. We just assumed they were doing it since they did a Mario one. So, of course, mm-hmm. we got disappointed. It didn't live up to our expectations. Just like the Mario, I don't think, did for a lot of people. you know. And But they still did something. Where 35th, I didn't feel like they did anything other than, well, I mean, they did the, the Game & Watch. but And that is something. Uh, again, but it didn't, like I said, didn't live up to the expectations. And I think that was disappointing. And I think they need, that's always disappointing every year for them not to celebrate as much as I see other companies celebrate their, their anniversaries, you know, like Sega, uh, um, Sonic was celebrating stuff this year. So, and it seemed like that was more of a celebration than we saw from it, like even Metroid or anything like that. So, but I mean, Again, that's because we had a high expectations and hope for more. And we got, we actually got stuff, you know? So it was like, okay, we got a new Metroid game. So that's fantastic. You know, being 35 and getting the last installment of that series. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a celebration in itself right there. But of course, as uh, us as fans, we want to see, um, a bunch of stuff in the uh, my Nintendo that I can order, or you know, uh, being able to get um, more things that represent the Metroid stuff, um, yeah, soundtracks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so that's where I thought it might be disappointing, but it usually is every year <laughs> when yeah, it comes to that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And I think for the I think the high point I think would be like the dread announcement. Mm-hmm. I think I can't think of any more, one other time when I was that excited and I don't get very excited 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, but- I think, I think that e, I think that E3 has some great connections, right? And so I think like Dread is a great example of that. Uh, Advanced Wars, I think, was a great like. No one th- saw that one coming, right? That yeah, was, that is a good one too. That was a good one as well. Um, and then. Uh, OLED would have been even big if it wasn't for the fact that we kept hearing all year long, we're getting a pro, we're getting a pro. Mm-hmm. And it's it's quite possible because of the component shortages and all that kind of stuff. That might be the reason why we never did, or it could have been Nintendo's plan all along. We won't know until they write the book in, in 10 to 20 years. So, but uh, the, the OLED coming out was a pretty good high point, especially coming out with uh, Metroid Dread mm-hmm. um, and looking so great on the system. Yeah. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, it, Jesse. It does look like since they're likely not going to announce another system this year. So by March, 2023, we'll, we're still going to have our switches. So if that's the case, this will put the Switch as the the Nintendo console that had the longest lifespan. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. up before this, Nintendo and we had six years, or the NES and we had six years. I think the Famicom was more like eight years because they just they released in '83 instead of late '85, like it did here. But other than that, uh, but just just going by North American dates. There, there hasn't been a single Nintendo console that's lasted more more than six years. So I think this yeah, will be the first one to do that. Yeah, I don't think we'll get a whole new system, but I think there's still going to be a system for like because I think there's still going to be like a light update, a switch so? light update. Yeah, yeah. Of course, another yeah. look into my predictions for ne- next week. But yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I don't <laughs> think there'll be another switch iteration. Next time we see a new a, a new version of a switch, it will be the switch two point the big one, yeah, the the big one, one that everyone thought was coming this year and didn't. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I was listening to um, uh, NVC actually today, which which I think their episode was recorded today. Actually, I think possibly right. Yeah. And um, uh, Rebecca, I think Valentine mentioned. She said, you know, feeling like twenty twenty two will kind of be the apex year for Switch right as it is kind of getting ready to be that near the end of its cycle i struggle a little bit and i think when you talk about apex here you know potentially breath of the wild 2 splatoon 3 right we what is going on with the mario development team right we haven't heard boo from them since odyssey and so they're kind of a bit due the other crazy part is as we look into 2022 and i know this is in our 2022 predictions episode we know a lot already about nintendo's first party lineup Oh, yeah. um, or games and they are stacked like they are stacked hard already yes. right so just a reminder folks of what we what we know to be true right and then what we kind of believe to be true pokemon arceus right coming out later this month right. we have got kirby and um meets last of us in <laughs> I, uh, i'm actually looking forward to that march as i recall advanced wars is april You've uh, got Kirby Bay- is set for spring 2022. Okay, spring 2022. Uh, Bayonetta 3 is coming mm-hmm. out. Splatoon 3 is coming out. Most likely the July time period, if I was to guess for Splatoon 3. Because um, that's where they put Splatoon 2, by the way. Um, I thought that was April. Nope, they put it oh, in July. It? They put it in July because they put oh, no, arms that in was June. Arms in, 
Arms, Arms was, was June or end of May, and they end up just eating its lunch. Um, you've got um, Rabbids, Kingdom Battle sequel two, or what Kingdom or yes. Rabbids Kingdom sequel. Bats. Yep, Sparks of yep. Hope. Thank you, Sparks of Hope. You've got sitting out here, you've got this Breath of the Wild 2, which like w- whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, <laughs> come on out, right? I, I truly right. believe it's probably going to be a 2022 game. Right. And then you've got rumors of this, of, you know, what's happening with Metroid. Is there, is the trilogy going to be there? You've got rumors of a Donkey Kong new game that sat out there. They still have done nothing with Pokemon or sorry, I apologize. Pikmin yet for, uh, for a mainline franchise yet. Star Fox is a wild card, right? Um, You've got a ton of you've got a ton of games that are wild cards out there from from first party Nintendo. And again, we've got Mario, we've got Mario Kart. Um, there's a ton out there that is is really unknown from from Nintendo. Well, the um, thing the thing I think we got to look at, which is hard to do unless you probably dive into research, but is knowing who those development houses are in Nintendo and what they usually work on and any news that might have been put out there of what they could potentially be working on right now or what the last thing they were working on and when they were silent, which could give you a kind of an idea of what they could be working on. So that would help in predicting, is there any, is there any of those development houses uh, enough of them to be working on a lot of these things we're talking about? Yeah. And the other part I'd say also the other rumor one is another Xenoblade. Yeah, Monolith has been Monolith has been quiet. Now Monolith quiet has well. been supporting Breath of the Wild. We know right. that for sure. That was announced. But does that but, take a whole team to support that? Well, that and the other part I would say is that they know the kind of fire they have with that brand. Yeah. Right. Of Xenoblade. So I would expect a Xenoblade. And I mean the fact that they two was on the console with the golden torna, right? Then they did right. the remaster one, right? Like they're building, they're rebuilding that that brand and that statement. And you've you've got other games in the I mean, it's a back catalog of the Wii of the Wii U that they could bring out, which is Xenoblade X, right? They could right. remaster that. One that. Was gamepad heavy, so I'm not. Yeah, it might not yeah, translate well. Yeah, it may not translate well. That it doesn't mean it can't overhaul. happen. But yeah. we've seen it happen. But I don't uh, think they would do that though. The same year as Breath of the Wild, though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, a following year type thing, I think, or I, I, even I, a, a the next console. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think 2022 is going to just be an absolute stacked year for Nintendo. If they if they if they hit if they hit these targets, they want to. Um, and then, I mean, you, you know, the indie scene is massive for Nintendo. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah. Um, great question in the chat here. I want to uh, bring up. I saw it a couple seconds ago, and they just scrolled past me. I'm sorry. Um, Ninfrendo asks, "Do you think the next system will be backwards compatible?" I think smart. so. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, if, it's, if they reset again, there people are not going to be happy. Yeah, they they I think they know they look at the DS. I, I, that's what I'm looking at. You got the DS or even the Game Boy. You know those family of handheld systems, and even some of the console systems were back backwards compatible, like Game Boy going to Wii. That was backwards yeah, even, compatible. You know the other new new the other PlayStation Five. And Xbox Series X is backwards very compatible. backwards compatible with at least yes. one generation, and so I, if if Nintendo doesn't make it backwards compatibility, I think there will be a lot of a big uproar. 
it won't sell as well as the uh, other this current system if they don't make it backwards compatible because people will want that to be yeah. able to say oh, have justify okay I'm gonna get that new system and I can still play all my old games on it. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing I think is Nintendo looks at their next console, right? I think they are going to have to look at the lessons that they learned from the transition of the Wii to the Wii U. And they right now have a, have a juggernaut on their hands. There's no doubt about it, yeah. right? You can look at the sales numbers. They're beating, you know, and yes, you can make an argument. Well, you can't find a PlayStation. Or you can't find an Xbox, right? But like they have had the number one selling console for, for, for some ridiculous number, like 35 out of the 37 months, yeah. right? Some absolute stupid number, right? They're going to pass the Wii U or sorry, I apologize, the Wii uh, very quickly, if they haven't already, right. um, guess what? They don't want to screw with the formula. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Like it's yes. working, it's making money. They have amazing mind share and 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 audience for it. It's landing. So guess what? Don't screw it up. And even right. if they do do a gimmicky thing, and I quote air quotes the gimmicky thing, like they did with the Wii, where it was basically a GameCube pumped up a little bit with the you know motion controls. Even if they do that with the next console, where it's like maybe it's more cloud, um, you know, maybe they look at it as a cloud-based system. Yeah. So where you're playing more that way and, you know, who knows what, because Nintendo is always looking at the technology side of things and what they can do and what they can do differently and how people can have fun with that. So even if they do something that we can't even comprehend at this moment, which we know they've done before, like even when we were trying to dream up the switch, we didn't get it right. So we got it pretty right though. It was, it was close, but it was still, um, you still had the home base and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but still it's like what we can come up with and what they actually give us um, will be two different things, but still, I mean, what they give us as long as it's backwards compatible, I think is the key, you know? Yeah. Uh, Chris NHL for uh, NHL, Chris NHL 94. One of my favorite people on the internet. Let me tell you that right now. Love the, love the guy. Fantastic. Uh, asks, is Nintendo locked into the style and size of the Switch physical cards? I, so here's the thing. If we're using the backwards, backwards scenario, I go back to, I think, Tim, you mentioned it. Like your, when you got, when you got the game, or not the Game Boy, I apologize. The 3DS, those cartridges, cartridges were different, but you could play the other 3D games, right? Or the other ones. The other DS And games. the old DS one had that like slot that you could pull out, you could put in the, the GBA games, right? Yes. yes. I, I, I'm going to say this, Chris, I don't believe that they're, that they're locked. Okay. I wouldn't be shocked if they continue to use the same cart size, but I wouldn't be shocked also if they, if they don't use the same cart size, but the next device has two input slots. Right. So for whether it's the switch cartridge slots. Yeah, exactly. The original DS switch slots or the switch 2.0 cartridge slot where it's maybe a bigger cartridge. It's got a little notch on the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Like 3DS did. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Great questions. Because in that way, you can't try to put a new, new switch <laughs> cart yeah. into the original switch. I, so. I think they likely will continue to use the same form factor because 
it doesn't take a lot of like they can have 32 gig carts it's just there's only one or two games using them so they can be used and you know well they even have a 64 gig cart that nobody's using yet so you know no it needs to yet i don't think there's a game any game that big but the more games that do need the 32 gigs the more 32 gig carts they'll make which means they'll be cheaper per unit over time so the the problem is they're so expensive because they only it's, they're not used as often but if they're used more the price will go down mm-hmm. at least that's what's supposed to happen <laughs> yes that's what is supposed to happen <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, a lot of stuff that we'll be yeah. talking about for sure when we discuss. So one our... thing I didn't realize until like maybe 2019 is that the Switch cart is the exact same four factor as the Vita cart. It's just that I've never owned a Vita cart to know that. Hmm. But I saw someone post their, their pictures of, you know, their, their game case with Switch games in it and Vita games in the same case. Yeah. 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 It'll be, you know, it'll be interesting as well if Nintendo, as we look at this, you know, as we contemplate this theoretical future device, if Nintendo's strategy will continue to implement cloud gaming as part of their strategy, right? Or whether the Switch 2.0 or whatever it is, they feel has enough juice and power behind it that they don't need to rely on a cloud version system right or whether that's going to be part of their strategy i think that's going to be part of their strategy right i think it i think and and i'd love i would love to get a developer on here maybe we need to figure find one out who has brought one of their games to the cloud and how how easy or how difficult is that or what's that process like comparatively to port and why might that be something that nintendo would continue to be doing right and then also too is again Nintendo always likes to put a spin on things too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what can they do that, that would um, help bring the, the industry forward, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any other ups or downs gentlemen that you want to talk about for the 2021 year with Nintendo? If you had to give it a rating, what would you give it? Oh, um, B. Go ahead. It it you know not as not its best year, but not its worst year either. I think it was definitely better than twenty twenty. I mean, considering COVID, I'll, you know, we got to consider that being affected everybody. Um, and Nintendo definitely rode on Animal Crossing in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was better. We got we definitely got some good stuff through twenty twenty one. So, um, I think I agree with the B. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd probably give it like a B minus C plus year. I thought, you know, I think the back half of the year felt a little bit more stacked. Nintendo typically does that. Um, they really, they really stacked that the first half of the year is even as we look at the first quarter of this year as well, it's a little bit lighter typically. Um, uh, but I thought overall wasn't bad. I really kind of felt the. I was looking through our, you know, the, the future game release spreadsheet that I have, you know, has released games archived and there was like 140 games that we were watching released last year. Wow. Which sounds like a lot, 
but you know, since we started doing this in 2017, it's the second slowest. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Okay. With yeah. 2020 being the slowest, but you know, that's to be expected. But yeah. again, too, I think, um, I think the, if you were just to give Nintendo a grade on their working with the indie developers and stuff like that, I, I would give them an A because they relied heavily on indie developers and in getting a lot of their games over. And there were a lot of great games that came over from the indie community. Mm-hmm. Um, and which makes, um, I think the switch is definitely an indie device. So if, you know, for playing a lot of those games, although, having game pass doesn't hurt if you got an Xbox, you know, to play a lot of those, (laughs) but still um, if this is the only machine you have, or this is a better way for you to play because you'll have it with you most likely, or you can go, if you're a traveler, then you'll have it with you. Then this is the place you'll play those indie games. And there was a lot of great indie games that were released. Um, And it's always one. uh, That's why we have the indie showcase is always looking forward to what's that next PC indie game that was hot that's going to come over like a game we're going to be talking about later uh, mm-hmm. that we hope come over. So it's uh, it's definitely, I think if they didn't have the indie games in their pockets, then yes, there would be a lot of arguments that a lot of people would win in regards to why do I have a Nintendo switch mm-hmm. that we hear a lot of people talk about today. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, we've heard like the mega dads themselves, they talk about how they barely touch their switch because they're playing all these other games everywhere else. Yeah. Cause yet, Nintendo yet, first party, there isn't much coming out yet in 2018. They're uh or it was 2017, the Switch launch year, their best games of the year were all Switch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Endgamer in the chat says, my theory is Super Mario Kart turns 30 this year. I think I knew Mario was going to come out, to be honest, in 2022. Wants to know what we think. Yeah, that's on my predictions. <laughs> that's on my man. predictions next week. I I love the idea of it. Um, now, yeah. if he's talking Mario Kart Nine specifically, no, I think uh, well, he only not Mario. He didn't necessarily say Mario Kart. He didn't mean okay. Mario Kart. He means Mario Kart. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah Mario in general. Yeah, I I think there is something potentially there this year. I I hope that he's right. I hope that we get Mario Kart. That's, I mean, yeah, that's what I really hope, but we'll see what happens. Then All right. Nintendo asked me if the Vita carts taste as good as the Switch carts. I said, <laughs> yeah, I don't own any Switch carts or Vita carts, and I have not tasted the Switch carts. <laughs> nice. I love it. All right, folks. Well, that kind of rounds down our 2021 year in review. And of course, we're going to talk next week about what the community has voted as their top games for 2021. So you can still email us and send us in your responses that will get added to the document that we have as well. Uh, Again, we're going to share that today, but we want Marty to be here as well. So we're going to push it off for one week. So next week, we're going to talk about your community um, uh, 2021, and we're going to predict our 2022. Jesse, God, I hate to say this, but tell me about a Pokemon Minute. Pika, 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 you. I hate you all.
Yeah, this will go quick. Um, in addition to the previously announced Sveal Community Day for January, they're adding a Community Day Classic event. The first of these is Pokedex entry number one, Bulbasaur. January 22nd from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. If you evolve an Ivysaur into Venusaur before 7 o'clock, it will learn a Community Day exclusive move, Frenzy Plant. That's it. I, I I don't even know what to say to you some days when you talk about these things. <laughs> I I don't fully understand. At least these are Pokemon you've heard of. Yep. <laughs> yep. Bulbasaur. He is the thing that looks like a turtle with a flower on his back, right? Yes. Ah, uh, see, see, you're looking. Well, more like a like frog that. with a. But yeah. Okay. All right. Let's not get. Let's you know. Let's not get too picky here. All right. It's a. It's a. It's a fictional character. Okay. Uh, actually, actually, there was a little bit of controversy over that when in the Let's Go games, when you can have a Pokemon follow you. This is that's the first time they actually had a Venusaur walk around, you know, in three D space with you, and it hopped around like a frog, and a lot of people didn't like that. But it makes sense to me. A lot what? of people need to really just yeah. bring it. Everybody's got to have something to complain about, you know. So. Right. <laughs> right. Especially because no one's going to buy that game, but yet 11 million people did. Yes. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> except for 11 million people. Yeah. yeah nobody. <laughs> uh, quick reminder, just before we move on to what we've been playing. Speaking of things that maybe you want to be playing, there is another e uh, shop big sale right now. Um, so if you're looking for more money to spend your on games to add to your backlog, boy, there are a ton of games that are available right now for some big sales on the eShop. As a matter of fact, Tim, I noticed Disco Elysium is on sale right now. You uh, you reviewed awesome. that or provided that coverage for it, did you not? Yes, that is a game that I'm looking to get hopefully get back into. It's on. It's still on my Switch. It's still staying there. And if if you guys heard our episode last week. Uh, Things that stay in my switch are good. It's <laughs> a good theory. I like, good, that. I like that. It's a good thing. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's an RPG. It does move slow. If you're like a fast-paced gamer, it is a slow-paced RPG. But uh, a lot of detective work, a lot of point and click. But it is fun. Nice. I see games like Dead Cells is on sale. Witcher. Um. Oh yeah, Witcher's a good one to pick up for sure. Yeah, there's so if you're you know Goat Simulator, you know, so oh, I mean, there's that's number one. Everybody should pick yeah, up you that should one. probably just go to that one right now. <laughs> Doom is on sale. Runbo, uh, Christ or Chris remastered. Lego games, Lego Marvel Super Heroes Two is eighty percent off. Blair nice. Witch, tons of games here, folks. Uh, red, what is this? Gorilla, red faction, gorilla, 90% off. The biggest thing I have to say, Justin, in regards to these sales, if you're not doing it already is for people to make sure you are going to their website or even on your switch in the eShop and adding it to your wish list. Mm -hmm. Because if you get the marketing emails, um, you get emails that say, Hey, the thing that you wish listed is on sale. And that's come in hand, handy for me several times to where it was like a game I wanted to get, but I didn't want to get it right away either because, you know, just didn't have the cash for it right at that time or was just, you know, 
waiting for a sale to figure it would be worth picking it up at the time. So those come in handy yeah. or even, uh, uh, Tony even mentioned this, uh, in, in your Canadian takeover, uh, the Duco deco deals, yep. um, dot com website does the same thing, but you can also use it for other systems as well, where mm-hmm. you'll get notifications of things that are on sale. So, and then we even try to do it in our own community where if anybody in the community notices something on sale, they'll mention it in our um, Beatles uh, channel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know you both were high on lost and random. That's 33% off as well. Oh, so, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a lot of, lot of games out there. Nightmare Before Christmas fan, definitely pick that up. So, and, and if you like dice and card games too. That's I am actively trying not to buy any games. That is my. That <laughs> You're is not going to do a Sean Capri and and uh, no, blackout Council Cato and just start no, buying a bunch of games no, and <laughs> no 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 no. Uh, I have far too many games right now, anyways. But I look at some of these things and I was like, oh really, really? So I got to walk away from this eShop right now. All right, folks. Speaking of eShops and what we've been playing, let's jump into what we've been playing. Mr. Timothy Alf, I will throw to you first, sir. What have you been playing? Sure. Uh, so if anybody's been watching, uh, I came back after our holiday break and did a stream of some of some of the no gravity uh, games that we got over December. Um, I didn't realize how long that was going to take. I thought I could get through all the games in one stream, but no. It was about, I got through about two weeks worth. So Um just uh, Creepy Tales, Star Horizon, Street Force Kitty, Make War, Kickerino World, Graviter, Powertris, X Order. Uh, those were all the games I played. A lot of them were not my cup of tea. Hmm. Um, uh, but there were a couple that stood out to me that I'll probably play more of, which is Star Horizon. I want to try to play that. It's a space shooter game uh, on rails, kind of like your Star Fox star fox games um i want to play that a little bit more to see if it's worth it um to keep playing because i didn't play enough it's it was to determine whether or not it was going to be one i keep so i want to play that some more and then gravitor is seems like a lot of fun a puzzle you're using gravity to move uh um a planet or something, a star to pick up other stars with planets affecting your gravity. Hmm. So um, I thought that was a really interesting puzzle game and quite relaxing in a way too. So I'll probably play that some more. Uh, I've been playing some one, two switch with Sam some more. Uh, We always have a blast playing that. Um, uh, We spent a lot of time playing the wizard game. If I don't know if you remember that one, two switch, we're basically waving the wand and then you have to beat the other wizard by throwing the, power at him he had to keep fighting me in order to beat me once <laughs> so we <laughs> spent a good amount of time on there and then when i when he finally beat me he was like okay i'm done <laughs> um hell warders uh is another game that's actually sammy's been playing and uh he's been asking me to pick it up so that we could play together and it's actually a third person uh type of uh let's see what kind of game it's almost like a it's a combination of third person um strategy game where you have to plan out um where you put 
fighters and kind of like a tower defense in a way too, where you have to put fighters and weapons and things for a horde of, excuse me, excuse me, uh, demons to come at you through a gate from hell. <laughs> they come out of there and you have to defend uh, something behind you. I forget what the thing is called, uh, but you have to set up all these, you know, troops and all these uh, archers and um, wizards and weapons and all that kind of stuff. And you can actually do it co-op. So one person has the game and I had to play like Sammy had it. I had it and we joined in and I played, we played a couple rounds and that was actually pretty fun. It was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. So um, definitely a lot of uh, dark stuff going on. So I wouldn't say any, anybody younger than a teenager should be playing that. Mm. <laughs> so not like a, a like a, family should get together and play that type of game but uh it is something for if you have older kids that might be interested in trying that out with you if you play with them um a couple other games i played on the switch demons tilt uh which is a pinball game um it's one pinball table uh and it has kind of like some uh shoot 'em up aspects to it too where there's a bunch of um like bullets coming at you that you have to kind of dodge or not necessarily dodge with the pinball, but it will affect the trajectory of the pinball when things are come, the bullets come shooting down at, uh, from different areas and not necessarily bullets, but more uh, projectiles. Uh, but it is another like um, um, hell based game, <laughs> if you will. So another dark oriented game, but it's, it's pinball. Uh, there's leaderboards. You're trying to get the high score. You can do local leaderboards and you, you can do your friend leaderboards and you can do world leaderboards. Um, I only played a few rounds and I thought I did pretty good when I got to 8 million points, but no, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's still people that do a lot more there. So uh, something I'm going to keep playing, having a lot of fun. I like a good pinball game on, on there and it does have the ability to uh, play it vertically. Um, so in portrait mode, did I say vertically? So, is that vertical? Yeah. So yeah. you just put it on its side and you put it in portrait Hot mode. mode. Yes. So I did try it with our uh, uh, grip that we had and I was able to use that, but it made the table smaller, you know, so I had to go back to normal mode to play it. So I don't advise using it in Tate mode unless you have a monitor or something that you want to flip over and do sideways and you'd be all right. Uh, far. Lone Sales. This is the first game. Uh, Changing Tides, I think is what it's called. The second one supposed mm-hmm. to be coming out this year, 2022. So when we found out about that at Indie Direct, I had to play it. And I did. I've been playing that a lot. Actually sucked me in pretty good uh, the other night. I was up. I figured I'd play for an hour and I was actually playing for three hours. Wow. <laughs> uh, but it's basically kind of like a, a survival game, if you will, where you're trying to trek across this land in this contraption you built and you have to feed it materials to give it fuel when you can, or use your sails to sail across the land. If you got wind or you have to just pull yourself, if you run out of fuel or run out of the wind or you damage your, your uh, ship, if you will, because there are times when you damage it and when you damage it, if you don't have the ability to fix it, you have to get it to a place where you can fix it. Or if you do, you have to use your tool to fix it while you're traveling, but you also have to fix that 
give it fuel, keep it going, release any steam so your, your fuel tank doesn't blow up, collect more things. You're doing all these things and you have to do it in a kind of like in a routine so that you can maintain that traveling you're doing, but also you have to keep an eye on where you're traveling because you can damage, like I said, you can damage your ship if you're going too fast and you could run into one of the stops. There's always a stop and each stop you have to solve a puzzle in order to get through that stop and either add something to your ship or just learn something more about the story or the environment you're in. Um, it's a very chill game. And even though it sounds like some chaos there, it's still very, once you get into a rhythm of what you're doing in your ship, it's, it's very relaxing and just kind of going and enjoying the scenery. The visuals are crazy, beautiful. Um, and I, I always look forward to trying to jump back in. So I highly, highly recommend if it's not on sale uh, still to, but um, to still try to pick that up far loan sales. Um, especially if you're interested in playing, playing the second game that's coming out this year. Uh, I'm going to skip this one and go to, uh, as many of people know, I did it on Twitter and I talked about it in our discord. I downloaded Madden 2022 and NHL 94 rewind for the Xbox. Cause I got an Xbox for Christmas, a series S. So I can now get back into sports games, even though I had a PS4, I didn't want to buy them, but because of the ultimate, uh, pass game pass and the, uh, EA play being there, I could just download them. I didn't have to go and buy them. And I, it's what EA should have been from when they talked about it originally, when they talked about a Madden on Sega Genesis, was the, the ability to update the roster on the one game until they realized, oh, wait, we can just make money by making the game every year. <laughs> so nice. But now they got a subscription thing. You can just get keep getting the updated games and all that kind of stuff. So I am super happy to be able to get to playing some of those sports games I haven't played in a while. Um, on deck, Justin, you know this. I got the Heaven Dust 2 that I just downloaded today that was released today. Um, and looking forward to playing that. And I'm going to play that either on stream or do a first look at it and share that with the community. So it's a, uh, zombie apocalypse game, uh, kind of an isometric view. It looks like, mm-hmm. um, where you are trying to, you just wake up in a hospital surprise and you're in the apocalypse and you have to survive by collecting things and kind of a lot of people associate it or kind of make it similar to resident evil, the original one where you're collecting things and, and barely getting by the things that you've collected. So, or using like, you know, ammo and all mm. that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to giving that a try. And it was developed by a two person team and is definitely inspired by uh, resident evil actually even says in the PR yes. uh, release as well. So yeah, so it'll be, be, be on the lookout this week for a possible stream uh, of that, of me, you know, doing a first look on that. So yeah. Absolutely. Game is out now too. Yep. And I'm going to leave the PC game. I've been playing inscription up to Jesse. Cause he's going to, he's been playing that too. So, but okay. I've been playing that here. So those are the games I've been playing. Perfect. Well, uh, we're going to throw it over to Jesse uh, just in a second there, Tim, just before you jump over there. Oh, it looks like actually uh, there is a message in our Twitch chat regarding assistance for discord. If you can take a look at that, that'd be great, Tim. Okay. Um, awesome. Jesse, what have you been playing, sir? Okay, so uh, 
So I'll start with inscription. I talked about it last week. I ended up finishing my a second run through of the game and I got like all but three of the achievements on Steam. I don't think it's worth doing a third run just to get those last mm. few achievements because mm. one of them would involve a bit of grinding. And I'm like, I don't, I have other, other games I want to play, but that that is a fun game. Uh, when Tim's done with it, we might do maybe like a spoiler cast ep- episode about it. So if, if other people want to join in, you know, the game's no longer on sale, so I think it's back to twenty dollars everywhere. But it's still it's, it's a fun game. It's worth twenty bucks. In, it's it's been a lot of game of the year conversations that I've heard uh, over the last several weeks. I've been listening to that. Yeah. Do you think there's a possibility we're going to see it hit the switch? There is a section in the late game that would make that complicated. Again, mm. other games have solved that, like Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, but with what they want to do with that, it isn't just as simple as, oh, let's make it into a VM. Uh, they probably could think of creative ways to do it, but uh, it def- the, the way the game overall plays, it is a, it does, I think it does play better with a mouse and keyboard versus trying to get, turn it into controller support, so it might be difficult. But again, it, someone might be smart enough to figure it out. So, I think I think so far. I mean, I haven't gotten as far as Jesse did, but I think so far, if done right, it would play well on the Switch. And I would be first to double dip on that and buy that because that's how much fun I've been having with that game. Yeah, you haven't seen Act Three yet. That changes things up a bit. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I've been continuing my play of Picross S7, which doesn't come out in North America until next week. But, you know, I, I, I did finish the clip Picross. I finished the Mega Picross. I'm about a quarter through the regular Picrosses. So, and then I have still have the four or five extra puzzles, the, the large ones to do. I probably won't get them finished by the next show, but you know, there's still a, I, I might depend on how much, how, if I get sucked in or not, if I'm while I'm doing other things, I was hoping to get more into persona Q2 have not, but, uh, and then one game I played over the holiday break that I forgot to talk about last week was I played through dragon quest one on the switch that really, that released in 2019 to prepare for another podcast's conversation about Dragon Quest that will come and be in the future. And I knew that was a short game. I forget how short this game actually is, even with grinding. I think um, I I grinded up to level 24, which is, I think, the most I've ever really done. But uh, it was less than 10 hours. So that is a game that... It gives you a task, and that literally is your only task in the game. There's no side quests. There's no other weird things going on. And I kind of like that from time to time. Yeah, that's all. That's those are my games. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, I was, I was excited to kind of listen to a little bit of that comment, commentary regarding um, 
regarding inscription there has been a lot of a lot of conversation about that so uh, i'm finding out i'm loving these type of games more and more (laughs) Mm. like it was like as soon as i heard there was these there was some twists and i was like yep i'm gonna i gotta go play yeah that's that's what got me interested in it at first it looked like if you just played the demo it do you think it's just a card battler game yeah with that doesn't even have pvp you're only playing against a computer which has different rules than what a human would do yeah. And so I'm like, that doesn't look very interesting. But yeah, there's things going on behind the scenes. Even the E3 video, if I remember correctly, didn't even convey what it is as well as just hearing word of mouth. Right. So because like the Devolver video that they had, I was like, oh, that looks like an interesting card game. And I thought that was it would be coming to the switch based on that. But not now knowing what it is, I could see why there could be issues with bringing it to the switch and i guess even more so when i get to act three but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's something that it's definitely it was enough of a game to pique my interest to where i got it for my pc through the epic game store because one it was on sale and because they had a, a an additional bonus to buying it too so i don't know if it's still going on um but uh that that was a good incentive to get it there um or even like uh if you something i just found out if you have uh even if you buy it on epic or steam and if you have an at&t phone plan i think it is nvidia has just did an announcement at the um, ces show uh that they are in partnership with at&t and if you have an att account you get free six month NVIDIA, uh, what is that called? The, oh, trying to see a GeForce Now uh, premium or not premium priority program uh, to where you have access to cloud games through their program. Um, so it's yet another cloud-based you know, gaming system or whatever like that to play their games using their, their technology. But I found out I could play Inscription through that as long as I bought it through either Epic or Steam. And when I connect those two, it looks like, I haven't tested it yet, but it looks like I could play Inscription through the cloud on my phone through the NVIDIA GeForce (laughs) Now thing. Which is, that was your prediction that you can play that stuff on the Switch, which didn't pass. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. That didn't happen yet. So, but yeah. The, um, so that is something to keep in mind too, for anybody out there who plays the PC games, but still wants to play it through the cloud. You still have to own it, but you can play it through the cloud that way. Nice. That is awesome. Uh, for myself, what have I been playing? You know, I've been playing a lot of uh, Fortnite actually. Uh, the kids have really gotten into Fortnite. Um, both my daughters have got their accounts and they've been squatting up with friends. And so they've been asking me um, to jump in and play with them. So that's kind of been a nice, nice experience. I've really enjoyed that. Um, playing some more Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla on Stadia. And I'm enjoying it very much so. Yeah, I've and- a lot of people just digging in on that, especially with the um, DLC coming out this year for yeah. that game. Yeah, I'm really, you know what, for me, Assassin's Creed is more about the location and the time period that I find interesting rather than the games, right? So I found Assassin's Creed 3, right, when it's placed in the, you know, East Coast America, right, kind of the Boston area, Civil War, that I found that very interesting. 
pirates, I don't care about. I have no desire to play as a pirate. So Assassin's Creed 4, I don't care about. Um, and then Assassin's Creed, what, Origin? Um, or when they were in Egypt, don't care for it. Now, they're in Norway for Valhalla, the Vikings, England, and they go to Ireland. I'm all in, 100%. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I am very much location-based all, all, for Assassin's Creed. All the Creed. pubs. Yeah, exactly. All the pubs. I am very much Assassin's Creed based on, on location, but I have been loving it as well. I've also played a bit of Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, and I don't think I'm smart enough for that game. <laughs> I was going to ask, are you? how far have you gotten in that? <laughs> I finished the first level, like the first level, and then I move the second level and I die. Okay. I like I I feel like I like I I've gone into my settings I've changed it, I've given myself like three stock still dying, like I I am yeah, getting destroyed in that game. In there I'm and I'm I feel like I'm just getting lucky as far as I have gotten in there because I made it to the first boss or not the first boss I've collected some of the knights along the way yeah but there is one boss where you have to fight them twice and I made it to that point and as soon as I pass that boss and get to the next level I cannot get past that level so yeah. but. I feel like I just getting that far. It was all on luck. Like I still am not, it's not clicking to me. What, what the combination are combinations of what I'm doing with, do I collect the key now? Do I use the key to get through the portal to unlock mm-hmm. something bigger or better or those nights, which I've done, uh, which I don't know if you've gotten to that key, that part yet, but um, and it's also timing and also understanding the the enemies you're fighting because there's some enemies, if you hit them one way, they hit you back. Or if you hit them one way, they block one way and you have to go around and hit them where they're away from where they're blocking. There's a lot to learn there. And yes, definitely stuff to pick up on and put together that uh, it's not clicking with me on it either. Yeah, it's it's super, super frustrating uh, if, if I'm being honest. Um, and I know that they're like during the introduction of the game, they're like, ah, oh, there's two different modes. And I was like, oh, I'll just do the normal mode. And it was like, it's a roguelike, roguelike mode. Right. And I so did that and I got destroyed and I was like, okay, where's that other mode? I need to go figure out the settings and I couldn't find it. out. So uh, roguelite, like there's two, is roguelike and roguelite. I think so. It's basically cause it's like you lose everything. I think in one mode and then the other one is you, you don't. <laughs> right now i'm just still losing my, over right now i'm just losing my pride you know? <laughs> yeah so you're not getting that uh that hit you need for your brain to feel satisfied there so yeah, exactly but uh <laughs> i think that's one of those things for me and maybe it sounds like for you justin is like cool i think i might go watch a youtube video of somebody who's really good at it and see what mm-hmm. they're doing to see what i'm not doing right <laughs> yeah and that is it for me uh folks uh so Let's talk about, let's do a quick run through uh, what's going on in our community. Will we there, Tim? Sure. That would be the community spotlight. That's right. So as everybody knows, we have the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. And what I like to do is do an update to kind of give you guys an idea of what our other shows are doing not our shows, but the other shows, um, because they have some good content that I think you guys should all uh, hopefully have in your podcast feeds. Um, like Retro Logic this week, they talk about their N64 blowout because it is their episode 64. So why not? Um, 
And also don't forget to go to their retrologic.games site because not only are they a podcast, they also have blogs, which Sam writes some really good stuff. And this this week's blog or this latest blog is about Treasure, which I had forgotten about that developer. Um, and they, he talks about what, what happened to them. So I'm looking forward to reading that blog because they've just kind of fallen off the map. And uh, Dads After Dark, they've uh, revamped into uh, season three and their episode was pretty fun to listen to. Episode 89, where they... Uh, rip into IGN's top 100 games ever list. <laughs> and then they also talk about Drew's nature preserve. You know, if you haven't listened to them, him, them in a while <laughs> or seen him talking in discord, he's always killing some sort of animal in his yard or not animal, but a uh, creature, I should say. So, and plus they have contests that they drop. Uh, so uh some very cool stuff that you guys uh, that y'all should hopefully be listening to from them. They um, have plus, got they've got a new one called the Bounty. Yep. Then somebody won. Then then yeah. Format won it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so cool. They kind of do uh it's called Bounty Mode or Bounty Quest. Yep. Um, and it's every really, every episode yeah. that they do, they're going to have a bounty, and you yeah. have a chance of winning an eShop card, which somebody won. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This this one was uh, Brain Age, where you in practice mode only. It wasn't that hard, I guess, where you had to at least platinum three events in the practice mode. So, yeah. and that person had it. So, uh, plus they just dropped a mini sode that they called it John's top five worst games of 2021. So, go take a listen there. Game Pass News also dropped their episode 34. Uh, they were Seanless, but John, uh, Hambo and John, and uh, Nick. They got together and talked about several things like um, just the, what they've been playing, what they got over the holidays, uh, their New Year's resolutions um, and all that fun stuff. So, uh, again, I like listening to those guys, too, because they kind of go over some of what's going on in Xbox Game Pass world, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm just getting into as well. So uh, and then, of course, there's the dinner table, which we do every third Friday of the month where the community gets together and has a chit chat about whatever is on our minds, just like you would if you got together with your family at the dinner table. We do that, too. And you can join that din- dinner table every third Friday as long as you're a Patreon or a Twitch subscriber uh, and join in, in our discord community in the chit chat channel, uh, voice channel. So um, that's it. That's it for our community, uh, our family of podcast updates. Nice. Uh, and Mecca, thank you for the correction that I see. It's a bounty board. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let's move into our questions from the community. Shall we? Let's yes. do it. Yes, we shall. Thank you. Good, good yes. job, Jesse, with your enthusiasm and your bumper. We well, already did the bumper. There's no Tim's bumper. Just, Tim's just sitting there eating cookies. Like actually, actually, Jesse, them. we can spin this on Justin. Good job, Justin, for n- not continuing on since we've already did the bumper. <laughs> we should have a different. We should have a different. We should have a different uh, bumper okay. for community, like something that's Justin. You boob. <laughs> I hate you both. I hate you all. There we go. Perfect. All right. <laughs> I'll think Quake of something. Quake 311 asks, can you think of a time you let your son or daughter play a save game or save file a game and you could not figure out the next objective in the game? I recall Justin's Breath of the Wild save uh, nearly, nearly being lost 
except for one autosave he found at the end. I handed my controller over to my son while playing Okami HD, made it through half the game. I got up to fix myself a meal and then came back and I asked and I asked what the next step was. He said, no idea, dad. Haven't picked up Okami HD since it's an older game. So don't, they don't have uh, the go here, idiot safeguards to be put in place on a map or on the HUD to keep you going. Anyways, uh, always love a good story time. Best wishes. Uh, happy New Year. Yeah, I mean, you know, autosave, yeah, that, that was funny, actually. The Breath of the Wild, when I was like 80 hours into Breath of the Wild, my daughter was playing on my file and I'm scrolling through and I was like, uh, she restarted the game, I think. And then there was one autosave file at the very end left. That was my original one. So I was able to back save that, but that was something. I mean, I think one of the challenges, I think, you know, that I discover a lot of, and this is a great great com- great comment is like there are so many other things and so many that we get that we use or play or get distracted by or we'll invest hours into a game and then we go off and do something else to come back like i i, I love that kind of like you know previously well you were gone here's what you should be have done right to remind you about what the objective is where you need to go because if you spend like Dragon hours did that trying to refresh what your objective is you're like where the hell am i going right you're just like i i just don't want to continue and Outer so Worlds I, I did that for me too when i started yeah. when i jump back into that it, there's the whole account of what i've done what the objectives are i get reminded and i'm like okay now it's just a matter of me getting used to where yeah. the buttons are and stuff i i think i think ubisoft games um do a very good job at this right because they're very much like here are your objectives on the right hand side Here's like your primary quests, your optional quests, and probably we've put a way marker on the map for you to go find, right? So you're like, okay, I'll just, you know, jaunt down to my next, you know, objective. I'll finish that. And maybe the story will be like, oh, right now I remember. So I think that some some game design has become much more intuitive that way. And I think Okami is a, a game nearly a decade old, if memory serves, right? Um, so I don't suspect that, but I have definitely noticed that I've been playing a lot more uh, Ubisoft games in the last several years. So they're very good at that, I think. So, okay. yeah. All right. Next question. Those uh, comes from Mecca. Mecca says, since it's my bir- since my birthday is coming up soon. So first, happy birthday. It thought it'd be so cool for you dads to judge another one of my pony OVs this time. So here you go. Just kidding. I actually do have a new <laughs> pony, but I don't, uh, but you don't have to judge it this year. Fair enough. For real, though, my <laughs> real question and request for you as dads is, um, how was turning 30 for you all back then? I'm super worried about turning 30 since part of me doesn't feel like I did much recently to justify that age. People at that age must have gotten married and have kids and such. So to, pre- to prevent a long-winded email, I'd love to know how you acted when you turned 30, how your 30s were in general, and how you get uh, rid of this worry about age, if that makes sense. Ooh. That's a, that's a, that's a deep one. Deep philosophical question from Mecha Dragon. But I mean, sure, lucky, your man's about to turn 30 years old, which is where all the deep philosophy occurs, is at the age of 30. Let me throw this out there too, while you guys are generating your thoughts on this question uh, that I'll throw out there that my brother-in-law, he's in his forties and getting married for the first time. So he essentially, it's all the things that I think my parents tried to tell me as I grew up that at least for me, they kept telling me, Hey, you don't have to get married right away. Go out, live your life, do this, do that or whatever. And that's kind of like what 
my brother-in-law did. He just, whether by choice or by, or just by, you know, what happened, um, he didn't, he didn't get married until that he's getting married this year, in fact. So, uh, and he's in his forties. So you got, there's no age that you have to be married by it just so happens to be, you know, when a lot of people get married. So. Yeah. I told my daughters when they were still in school that, you know, yeah, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll date, you'll want to think about marriage and stuff. I, and I said, I recommended that kind of, Keep things slowish until you turn thirty, because be- normally before then you don't really know what you want. You think you know what you want, you're gonna find out you are wrong. And uh, it, that happened to me. My my first marriage didn't last long. Then I got married a second time, and we've been married thirteen years now. Um, Same story here. <laughs> oldest didn't take that advice. You know, she <laughs> she moved moved in with a guy. She he ended up screwing up her credit report and uh, and ran off with with just leaving her dry. And so she she's still recovering from that. And even the youngest one, you know, pretty much moved out as soon as she turned eighteen. But she's at least doing well. And yeah. she's still with the guy that that she moved in with, you know, like for you know two years ago. But so it, you know, it, every person is different, and but you don't, know, don't judge I, yourself or compare yourself against others. Essentially, yeah, because <laughs> everything happens. Thirty, I don't think is all that much different than late twenties. I think forty is when things start to change. <laughs> And as someone who's getting closer to fifty, that, that that's that's saying something, and that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, I, I've been through a lot of the same things too, Jesse. Where I I got married young in my early twenties, mid twenties, around that age, and that didn't last long because of just reasons. So whether it, it didn't matter whose fault, or it was just two young people who just ended up changing, going different paths. So, um, and then, but now I'm at where I'm at now, learned much more since then gone through a hell of a lot of stuff then. So, (laughs) um, but it all, you learn from it and move on and all that kind of stuff. So, but anyways, um, as far as when 30 came because of everything I went through in my twenties, I was happy to receive 30. (laughs) It was like, bring on 30. Cause that means at least uh, hopefully the number was showing that I'm getting older and starting to learn things and getting more mature and, and stuff like that. So, um, and plus it's just a number. In fact, I was looking forward to getting to age 33. So <laughs> when I hit 33, it was like, I'm just going to celebrate the anniversary of turning 33 from here on out. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think it's a very interesting question. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I think where the first comment, I would first, I agree with both of you, like 20 is, is very, in your twenties, you're very young. Like you're not really figuring out who you are probably yet. And I think I, I would, I would argue, you know, even as you roll over into your 
late twenties, early thirties, you're probably only still kind of beginning to figure out who you are, what you want and what's important, right? Because your brand or your identity are so interchange or so probably intertwined with, you know, your family, your own family, right? Your um, maybe your friends, right? Like, but finding out like who you are, what is your voice? What matters to you? Being able to separate your own identity and understanding that I think is so critical. And I think it takes experience and maturity with that. Um, I think the other part of it as well is like, you know, I, I think that don't be pressurized by social norms to believe that you are successful or you're where you need to be if you're not married and have kids by the age of 30. Right. That doesn't mean any, like, I think, I think how you, I think the first thing I would say is how do you define happiness? Right. Would be the first thing I would say and, and, and understand what that means to you, because that's really what's important to you is how it's defined by you, not defined by society, not defined by other people. And that also means success, right? Happiness and success. How do you define those things? Um, it's you know, part of you knowing got, yourself too, before you yeah. try to go and learn somebody else, you got to know yourself and what you like and yeah, and, like I, and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that 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 just comes with kind of being comfortable. Like I like I think you know, you know, you're coming into thirty, you're not married, you don't have kids. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. Doesn't mean that you're failing. Doesn't mean that there's it. Just it just means that that's that's that doesn't doesn't mean anything other than those are things that just haven't accomplished right now. And that doesn't necessarily mean that maybe that'll ever accomplish in your life or ever happen. Not saying that it's a good thing or a bad thing, but just it is what it is at this point. Um, but don't feel like because you haven't met that threshold, you're failing, right? Um, I would just, you know, I mean, this will sound bad. This is, I mean, it's not sound bad, but it's, you know, what's, what's that statement from RuPaul, you know, from drag race or whatever it is, how are you expected to love someone else if you can't love yourself? Right. And so like, like be confident in who you are, figure out what makes Mecha Dragon tick, right? Love you. Right. And, and recognize that, that, you know, you, you, you will find your own way of, uh, for whatever that looks like for you. And if um, you and, make those goals too, when you figure out that you need to write those goals down or whatever, however you want to do it, if there's goals you want to get to, or you didn't get to, don't beat yourself up about the things you didn't do. Be happy for the things you were able to do and either reinitiate those goals you missed or find out why you missed it. Maybe there's a reason why. And then maybe you got yeah. some new goals you need, want to come yeah. up with. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's your statement here is I'd love to know how you acted when you turned 30, how your thirties were in general. And I'm going to tell you this as a man who just turned 40, not too long ago, my thirties were pretty awesome. Like genuinely, my 30s were pretty, I remember deliberately saying to my wife about 10 years ago, I was like, 31 was the peak. Like that is as good as it's going to get for you, for me. All right. So <laughs> everything else is downhill. Uh, but my 30s were, were, were pretty amazing. I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, so I hope your 30s are amazing, Mecca Dragon. I'm sure they are because you're an amazing person, right? The age isn't what makes, is the age isn't what makes something amazing. It's the person who it is, right? So you know, believe in yourself, find um, what drives you, what makes you happy and lean into that, invest in that. Um, and um, yeah, I hope you have a happy birthday. So uh, this has been the Nintendo dad's therapy session. Uh, tune in later. <laughs> it's where we used to require actually having a therapist on our show. Yes. Um, yeah. The stuff from Mark appears to be specific to his top 10 list. So we'll use that for next week. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, we can bring okay. we can carry that yeah. over. Because that's that's definitely top ten stuff. Uh questions from Discord. Chris H L ninety four. This has been carried over for the last four four weeks because okay. you haven't been here. I Justin, <laughs> how do we get someone to make a CFL video game? Are there indie developers who would take this on? Man, Chris, I would love to have a CFL video game. Um, I was going to say, what is the, you know, rest in peace, John Madden, but what is the Canadian John Madden equivalent? Is it James Duffy over on TSN? I don't know, maybe that we need to have them kind of become some kind of. Uh, um, also, I don't know if we have the same level of drama or excitement in the CFL as the NFL does, but I think that'd be pretty awesome if they had one. There's an indie developer. Who is it? Drinkbox Studios over Ontario. We can maybe give them a ring, see if they can help us out. Bruce Patterson asks, how is your dad bought after the holidays? I lost a couple of pounds after being sick. First, let me say there's Bruce. Um, I saw also on Twitter that your uh, family is having a bout of COVID. Uh, so I hope you and your entire family are well. Please stay safe. Yes. Uh, and as a reminder to folks, please ensure you get vaccinated as well. Uh, just a general statement. Um, I'm not saying anything about Bruce or his family. I don't know them, but still happens right but please take care of yourselves uh hey, well, and so even bruce, if you are vaccinated i know it's exactly it. it right i should watch the ones where you're like oh bruce's family got it because it wasn't vaccine right it's not what i was it's not what i was saying i'm just saying in right. general get vaccinated in general do things um, that will help prevent it is essentially what we're saying yeah yeah third thing stop licking things i don't know um so how <laughs> like is my dad yeah how is my dad yeah i stopped licking vita cards how is my dad bod <laughs> man it's 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 fantastic do you know what i'm saying it's sport in the dad bod uh, it absolutely will, you know, a little bit extra fur. Uh, yeah, right? because of COVID, by the way, our our 2022 calendar, or, yeah. you know, Nintendo Dad's Dad Bod calendar I, is I, is running late. So now, I thought we talked about moving that over to a fans only site. Yeah, oh, that oh, that's, that's right. No, yeah, you're right. That's, that's that right. was the delay. Was I forgot about the fans only site. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Nintendo Dad's. That fans only is that what it is? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Over, exactly. over the past year and a half, I think I've regained all the weight I lost in the two years prior. Mm, so I'm sure. going to be working on seeing if I can reverse that again. Yeah, uh, Ebisel in the chat said drinking some Guinness, Justin. Uh, you know, I didn't drink a lot over the holidays. Actually, uh, we had friends that we had friends over at some points, so I had to do a little social drink in there. But um, the year before I did a beer advent calendar where I was drinking a beer a day. That's a real accomplishment. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, it um, is. So you no, thanks you. Right. Didn't, uh, didn't drink a lot actually over the, over the holiday break. So, but yeah, uh, it's usually not in regards to drinking a lot. It's more about the food. Yeah. 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 Snacking all day. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Got a, I got a, I've started, we've got a, we got a dog actually. I don't want to mention this. Got a dog. Yeah, I'll get you out there walking. Uh, yeah, that's a you know, we got a dog beginning of December. So now we're taking him for walks. So that I'm I'm hoping that'll help kind of get the dad bod into a little bit of uh a shape, you know, nice. a shape that is less pear-shaped is what I'm really excited for. You so know, this is less round. I, I have a feeling by this time next year we will also have a dog now because we have a the the yard for it. Mm. <laughs> so exciting yeah. to see how that so goes I'll probably yeah. Nice. Uh, Simon Hawkins asks, I just found out that Shadow Man Remaster is being re released next week. I played it on the N64 and it scared the poop out of me at the time. 
Have any of the dads played it? If so, what'd you think of it? And will any of you be getting the game next week? Keep up the great work. I think this is a retro logic question. (laughs) Oh, okay. I I have never heard of this game. Me neither. Mm. Let's do a quick Google search, shall we? I am. I'm going right now. Even if I did hear about it, I don't play spoofy games. So... Can I ask how you're not, you don't play scary games, but you've been playing Doki? Oh, I remember this icon. Oh, yeah. I I remember this logo. Psychological horror is different than horror horror. Mm. Yeah, even like Inscription is listed as a horror game too, but it's more of a, you know, like you said, psychological type thing. Yeah, it, it's it's more creepy. Creepy not really horror. Type of, yeah, that's true. Like like the, but the, no, they did there's no jump scares. There's no gore. Yeah, it's just weird settings. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now, Simon. I'm gonna say this is a hard no for this guy. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I am like that. Like so, with the horror. So a true story. When that horror game came in through our queue today, um, that um, Tim is playing. I took a look at it. I was like. Hard no, hard no <laughs> for this guy. Um, no, no, I do I'd like be willing to game. give it a try, especially, you know, yeah. If there we, you. And if we get a code for it, if we happen to get one, not saying we have to go out and get one, but if we happen to get a code for it, I'd be willing to play it and try to stream it and see if it does scare me. I don't scare easily. So I actually nice. start laughing. <laughs> yeah, that, that game actually comes out on the 17th which is a Monday. So that's weird. So it's a little bit more than a week. So I, God bless Chris HL 94 <laughs> just tweeted the CFL and TSN sports here in Canada and said, Hey, listen to Nintendo dads. They think you should make a CFL video game. <laughs> you should do that. And then tweeted, I kid you not the Toronto Argos, the tie cats, um, the Alouettes, the Blue Bombers, and the Redbacks. And these are all CFL football teams. Sweet. I'd, I'd play it. I'd play it on the Switch because it'd be a football game on the Switch. <laughs> right? Chris HL. Freaking. Even with man. that 55-yard line, that makes things weird. Yeah. I, I don't even know about that, but I, I would learn. Well, yeah. I learned because I was in the marching band that we played on the CFL field. Okay. And that was weird because our show is designed around a 50-yard line in the middle, not a 55-yard line in the middle. So we had to change, re- plan our routine on the fly. Mm. Mm. Okay. So says, are you talking about soccer? No. Canadian Football League is like American football on a different field. Yep. Sorry. What was that, Tim? I was just, you're going, hmm. Yeah, sorry. I just got a message from my wife that my daughters aren't feeling very well right now. So hmm, that's not good. So I probably won't make post-show, but I'll finish <laughs> okay. off this show. Um, that's not good. Headache and cross prayers. Hugs. Yeah, I'm like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no. Right. Right. That means we're probably you're gonna going to go in there with your mask on. and Going for a COVID test probably tomorrow is what that means probably. Yeah, that's true. All right. It was supposed uh, to hey, get Z- the buckets. Right. Yeah. Jesus says, uh, I just put 60 hours into Hyrule Warriors, and I know that I did something like 30 hours on the Wii U one. I was roped in with the idea that this is going to be a story related information, 
that it was canon. So I was interested in jumping in right away. That being said, I think that Nintendo could capitalize this and give the same thing to other franchises. Yes, Fire Emblem didn't work, but it could work with other weapons-related franchises. No one thought that Mario and Rabbids could be one. It had no right to be as good, but branched out, made branching out made it better thing than it should have. In the same way, I think that Nintendo could use this for other series. Is this the revival that Metroid, or sorry, sorry, is this revival that F Zero needs? What about giving us some Metroid with a Mushu Metroid? Or can Kid Icarus have a longer life with this style of play? The oh. possibilities are there, but just like uh, just like Fire Emblem Warriors, if the fans don't show up with the support, this could only be the series to see the Fire Emblem or Fire Warrior treatment, Fire Warrior Warrior style treatment. Hmm. I like the Kid Icarus idea. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's a good one. It's a franchise that has sat um, sat dormant for a little bit of a while, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Since the, it, that was the first 3DS game announced. That is crazy. That was a good game. <laughs> you remember I, that? Every time I look back at that one, I I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Uh, but I think we talked about this before. Uh, other using other Nintendo franchises in the uh, Warriors uh, way, <laughs> if you will. Um, Phoenix Wright Musou game. There we go. Objection. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> uh, but I actually like the idea too of F Zero. Uh, I think it could work. It's kind of like what I was talking, joking about in regards to my idea for an F Zero game, where Captain Falcon is trying to win races and collecting money for his um, his um, ramen shop. Ramen shop, yeah. And 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 then learning about new recipes and stuff. So if you spin that around and make it a warrior game, it could be kind of similar, where he's going out there and battling and. And the other characters are battling, and then, then you got to battle to get parts for your racer, for your ship. And you get those parts, and you can put them on your ship and do races. And then you come, you know, the next before the next race, you got to do more battles. Mm-hmm. So, I like that, yeah. And for some reason, hmm. I'm having a hard time trying to think of Metroid in that universe because, yeah, that's cause a tough one. Samus is just a loner. So it's like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of creatures she could battle, but who else is going to fight along with her? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah, characters you, that could, but I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to me in my head. Yeah, you kind of need a robust set of characters, right? So, yeah, good, good, uh, good commentary, though. Or, Thank you. More specifically, you need more variety of enemies. Yeah, which is kind of what makes F Zero difficult. Yeah, because like the True. only enemies there are the the humanoid racers, which mm-hmm. they're what, what they would they have like to make up for, uh, they would have to make up some enemies. <laughs> so that, probably. Yeah. They did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question comes from Mark. And he says in the last few weeks, retro game collection has been the subject of a lot of discussions online. For example, the game boy color. Do any of the dads have a retro game collection? Well, and what are your game thoughts? Boy color on the table. Yeah, Game Boy Color Table. What are your thoughts on the status of this hobby? Obviously, this probably also correlates with the po- Analog Pocket that was uh, released a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, do you guys do any retro game collecting at all? Obviously, Retro Logic is known for this, but what about our? What about you guys? I don't really. I I have a few old NES SNES cards still lying around, but I really haven't gone out of my way to try to collect them. I think if any. The closest thing I have to a collection is I still have a bunch of television carts, kind of like loose carts in a bag 
that <laughs> I should organize someday and see if I have any dupes and maybe sell them off. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of people asked, were wondering why I didn't get the analog pocket. I'm like, cause I own three Game Boy games and it does not, it's not worth, and I already have a GBSP to play them on. I don't want to spend $400 on a new system to do what I already do. Yeah. If I yeah, had a bigger for- collection, then maybe, but. I don't. And I I have a bigger collection, and just like you were saying, I have a system I can play those on. Um, but even if I wanted to get more games, they're starting to get more and more expensive. So that's why I don't get into the retro game collection because of people are definitely more wiser on how much games are worth to people. So unless you're lucky and come across things and, or have the time to come across those things to get a good price on them it's harder to find those, those, you know, garage sales where you're going to be able to pick up a, you know, a bundle of games that you were able to before for a, a good amount. Cause people end up, like I said, people are getting smarter. They'll just throw them up on Macari or on eBay mm-hmm. and get a better money for it than they would in a garage sale. Unless you were to stumble upon the few and far between people that just kind of clean out their attic and like throw it in a box and put it out in the garage sale which you do see people do. So retro guys are always talking about that too. Retro logic guys there. Now, do I personally do it? I pick up the games that I have memories of. So I collect in that manner. So I have a few, I started buying a few of the super Nintendo games that I loved as a kid. I have those. I think I have four total. I don't think I'm going to buy any more because I didn't have that many NES car carts. Um, and then uh, I rebought the the Metroid Prime trilogy because I stupidly sold it. <laughs> Not stupidly. I uh, let me take that back. I had to sell it in order to, you know, at the time trade in the Wii and that game towards a Wii U. So you know, to move on to the next console was the way I had to do it. Was to trade in the previous console usually especially when you didn't have to worry about downloading or, you know, anything like that to transferring and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah. So, but I was able to rebuy that one. Is that considered collecting? And I think it is in some instances, but I don't, I don't do as much as the retro logic guys do. So definitely something to uh, where that's why they, they're, they're the gurus when it comes to retro logic, uh, retro games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I've, the, yeah, I've watched a lot about the analog pocket in the last little bit. I had a game boy when I was younger. Uh, I wish that I still had one and the analog pocket sounds amazing that I can play all these games. Um, but I do not have any of those cartridges lying around. Yeah. So that would be a very expensive hobby to get back into. I think what my hobby is now at the age I am now and the the intelligence I am is that when I get a new console, not to get rid of the old one, right? <laughs> yes. That is the, that is probably the place I want to stay at now. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And so speaking of that, uh, if we got a little time. Let me ask you this question. What lessons have you learned from, what you did with your previous consoles or games or anything like that in regards to keeping them or selling them off or uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think my, my answer would, would very simply be don't 
don't do that. I wish I had. I wish don't I had kept it. them. Don't yeah. do it. I wish I had kept them. Um, yeah, yeah, I've always still had a collector mentality, even though I didn't want necessarily want to get them, collect them all, collect everything of everything. But if I had a console, I I kept it. You know, yeah. un, un, until it got to the point when it physically broke down for one reason or another, or I ended up giving it away to someone or selling it to someone eventually. Most, of, yeah. but usually I end up giving it away. Give it, I gave away like my PS3 and my PS4 to the kids when they as they moved out because I yeah. wasn't planning on using them. Yeah, I have an NES. I have an NES still. I have my um, Famicom um, Classic, which is fine by me. I have an N64. I never had a GameCube. Um, got rid of the Wii but I have the Wii games they are backwards compatible on my Wii U. So that yeah. I was like, oh, that's fine. Um, and I have the Wii nunchuck. So it all matches. Um, the, the thing I wish, the thing I wish the most is that I had kept my game boy. Um, that is, that is the one that I'm like flip. And I had a bunch of games. Yeah. Those are two. The, like if someone is like, what would you want to add to your Nintendo gaming collection? It'd be a, an original, like a game, an original game boy. Um, or if they did a Game Boy Classic, but it like felt like an actual Game oh, Boy. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I'd be, if they had a Game Boy Classic, done, done, yep. son. Right, and and <laughs> right. you had to put in, and you had to maybe like, and it felt like the weight of that, like with the double D ba- or the double A batteries. Now I don't want the double A batteries because bad for the environment, but like some kind of like it had that right weighting, right to it. I would be, I would be all in, son. And uh, <laughs> the other one I want would actually, I'd love a Virtual Boy. Yeah. That'd yeah. be fun. I've always wanted to get one or two. And that was one thing I regret not buying when I had a chance. But at that time I was, you know, newly married to the first, the first time in mid, I was in my mid twenties or early to mid twenties and didn't have any expendable money at that point. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Gentlemen, I'm going to actually have to drop off. I need to go help my wife with my kiddos because they are not okay. doing well apparently and i can hear a dog whining so she's managing two kids and a whining dog because it's not yeah. going well <laughs> uh guys i'm going to jump off hey folks thanks very much for letting me be here tim jesse always great uh hanging out together i missed you guys missed you guys yes, a lot sir. during the last month uh thank you very much and we're going to talk soon all right and ever everyone else listeners uh thanks very much take care bye-bye for me bye take care Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> right, in regards to the lessons I learned, one of the things I I learned, I think with the Vita, in fact, we were just talking about that, is that was something I had sold to get money to put towards the Switch when I got the Switch, um, along with all the games and all that kind of stuff. And I regretted doing that, even though... Like the thing that made me sell it was Axiom Verge. When I found out Axiom Verge was coming to the Switch, I was like, okay, I can sell my my Vita. I actually, re- actually just after selling it, regretted it. And then thankfully someone in our community w- gave me theirs because they weren't playing it anymore, uh, which was very generous. And uh, so, which prompted me to go back and try to pick up a lot of the games that I missed out on, which made me learn the value of having the games physically because Vita was, you know, physical digital type of thing, just like we have today. And it was with all the scares of PlayStation shutting down their store for the Vita. 
I went through and tried to buy up some of the games that I couldn't find on physical. Uh, but then made me realize like if they shut down the store, or you don't have access to those games or you didn't download them and put them on the, you know, the memory card in that, in that particular th- case too, the memory card is proprietary. So it's not like I can just get any mem- memory card. I got to get their special one. And those are high in price. Now I can't get their biggest I, I one. I think they do have uh, like an adapter. It's gotta card. be, you gotta have it homebrewed though, in order for it to work. Oh, I looked into it. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I did look at that and I was almost, I was this close to buying it. Then I read further. It was like, you have to be able to hack your Vita in order to read on that. On that. Yeah. I think I did buy a 64 gig card when I bought my Vita. Uh, yeah. And that was expensive. And then when I bought the PlayStation yeah. TV, I bought a 16 gig and didn't take long for that to fill up. Yeah. And I wish I could have gotten it at the time because now they're harder to find, which means they're more expensive. So, um, but anyways, uh, it's a, a lesson that I've learned with the switch. Now, do I buy more physical? I I do have a lot of physical games for the switch, but I still buy a lot of the digital, especially when there's sales. So I think it's a healthy mix probably between the two, but I think the goal of what I've been doing with, with collecting games with the switch and most likely going to be keeping the switch I just picked up the, my my switch game case, which tells you how infrequently I use it because it probably had a like, bunch of dust, a whole bunch of dust. I literally have one game in here. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't know what happened to Breath of the Wild. I might I might have given might have lent it out to someone and never got it back. And then no, I also had. Three uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I gave I lent that to someone and never got it back. That's right. I remember you talking about that. Well, the thing I was trying to say was is I think I got a healthy amount of physical games that if Nintendo were to all of a sudden stop supporting the eShop or the ability to download, or I wasn't able to read anything I downloaded, I'd still have the physical cards to play. But even then, still a lot of those require an update. So that's why I'm like, uh. And whatever in regards to having physical versus digital. So, but I still, what I like to do as far as collecting, going back to the collecting thing is with the current system being the switch, I've been trying to collect um, like special editions of games that I know I will be playing and most likely like, like for example, monster hunter rise, I got the special editions of those and story. I got special edition of that. So and the Axiom Verge, when that had a special edition, I got that. So I missed the Axiom Verge 2 one, I think. But oh no, I didn't know. I pre-ordered that one. So I got that one. So again, so it's like I, I, I do some collecting, but not as much in the retro side. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so on to the next question. Mark Campy says in the last few weeks, retro, no, that's what he just read. Ebisel, Muso Games, Animal Crossing, X Doom, Captain Rainbow, Star Fox, Mother, Elite Beat Agents, Elibits. Are these answers to I th- that I question? I think these are his response to the previous question. Okay. Gotcha. Because it was in Patreon. Gotcha. All right. So those were his suggestions <laughs> Animal Crossing and Doom. I like that one. I would play that one. That'd be fun. 
Uh, question from Twitter. Canine Cantina says, I never owned a Nintendo DS or 3DS or any in the DS line of handhelds. With that being said, I'm curious for those of you that have, what is the best one in the DS line? Um, I, I think my, my favorite 3DS system would be the, the the new 3ds XL that I have I like the larger screen as opposed to the the original size and it's backward compatible with DS games so it, it can play you know there's thousands of games compatible with it um if if you want a little bit more backwards compatibility you know if you get if you get a DS Lite, you can play GBA games but only GBA games. If you're right. able to get a hold of a GBA SP, then you can play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, or GBA games. So if, if you can drill it down to two devices, you know, get a GBA SP and a, a 3DS, a, a new 3DS XL, you know, yep. if possible. Yeah. Look, those are hard to find. Those two. are hard to find, yeah. Um You'll be able to play just about any game you can find then. Yep. Yes. And I, and I, I agree. The, the new or 3DS an, XL. Or if you have an analog pocket, you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> right. For the Game Boy games, but the new 3DS or new 3DS XL, either one of those, I think is the best of the DS line because you can play all the games from the DS on up. And also because I consider the, um, the 3DS, the new 3DS is to be a great, and even the 2DS, if you wanted to, the new 2DS XL, that is a good system as well. So, so you got the new 3DS, new 3DS XL, or the new 2DS XL, um, which essentially just takes away the 3D aspect of it, uh, is a great system because also the virtual console, uh, because of the Super Nintendo side of oh, being able yeah, to play I those on there. That. So and and a ton of a ton of uh, games to get on there as far as collections go. Um, so I think that is the way to go if you were to jump into one. That's why I kept mine. In fact, I bought another one because I found I was able to get the Metroid Samus one that I missed out on. So super happy I got that. Do I play it a lot now? No, because I they have all kinds of other things to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Normally, you know, I have upgraded from an older model to a newer model. The new 3DS XL is, I think, the only one I actually bought twice. Because I bought the new 3DS XL when they first launched, and it was starting to break down. And I, I bought the Super Nintendo model. The Super Nintendo one, yeah. Which, like, just before they started being discontinued. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I hope you can get yourself a new 3DS or new 3DS XL. Uh, of course, if you need help with that, always reach out to the community and a lot of us will be able to keep an eye out on it. Probably even the RetroLogic community too, because they go, they're, they're always out hunting for stuff. So just let them know and they can try to keep an eye out for you. Well, that's yes. it for the community, right? No voicemails? No voicemails <laughs> no. this week. All right. Well, that closes the show out. And thanks for everybody who stopped in the uh, Twitch channels and all that and the YouTube channels and all those channels. 
thanks for stopping by and giving us more content there uh, and more questions and stuff. It was fun. And thanks for cheering me on as well in the getting the, uh, the crown <laughs> this year for the predictions and uh, me fighting for some of those points. So I appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to email your top 10 games of 2021 to nintendodads at gmail.com. We've extended the timeline to next Wednesday since we're delayed the uh, our going over the top 10. So Marty can be a part of it. Or you can also share them in our Discord channel. We have a specific channel for the top 10 Nintendo games there. Got one week left. So thanks to all the YouTube subscribers. We have 5,917 of you. Thank you again. We're getting closer to 6,000. I bet we could get that by the next show. What do you think, Jesse? Do you think we can get 6,000 by the next show? Spread the word. It'd be nice, yes. <laughs> Spread the word. Get out there. And we're almost close to having 1,200 followers as well on Twitch. So we are at 1,197. Uh, thank you all for following us. And thanks to the 21 Twitch subscribers we have there, too. Again, if you are a Patreon for a dollar or more, you can join us in our Discord. Or if you become a Twitch subscriber, you can join us in our Discord community and be able to participate in a lot of the events and things we have going on in there. Don't forget, you can get 20% off Manscaped uh, orders with free shipping and um, and you get using the code NINDADS. Blah, I couldn't get that one out. Get 20% off on your Manscaped orders with free shipping using the code NINDADS. There we go. That was a little bit smoother. Cut out the rest, Jesse. Can you do that? <laughs> All right. Check out our merch store via nintendodads.org slash merch. Uh, huge thanks to Patreon producers Dave, Antonio, and Solo Something. Thank you all so much for your contributions. And not just those guys, but also for the ones that give us a dollar or give us the Twitch subscriptions. Thank you so much. It allows us to do a lot of things that we do there. And and even at the Dads After Darks uh, stuff there, too. So, again, don't forget to check out our family podcast. Check out our website again, nintendodads.org. You can go there and get uh, information all on our latest videos there, all our latest tweets, our podcast episodes, information about our extra life. In fact, that reminds me, I need to update that on our website. Uh, we have our Nintendo Dad shop there, our recommended items, which also probably needs to be updated. So, but anyways, you know, we have our day job, so it's hard to update a lot of that stuff. The other thing you can do is you can find us in a lot of other places in social media like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube by typing Nintendo Dads and you'll find us. Or email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. Download your favorite podcast app of choice like Castbox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music or Spotify and don't forget to leave us a review on most of the things now you can leave a review like Spotify now I guess you can leave um, a star or something like that uh, uh, now with uh, Pod Chaser is it uh, you can also leave a review there uh, yeah Pod Chaser uh, and also Apple podcasts leave a review there to give us five stars anything less uh you can pass that on to mega dads as we always say so <laughs> but with that this is tim and for justin who had to hop off and take care of his family and for jesse 
This is the Nintendo Dads, and thanks for listening. Check you later. Don't get to hear this much. <laughs> yeah, last week, we we went through the whole song. I think we just did now, too. Yes. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. Three, two, one. Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 357, recorded on January 6th, 2020. Sweet. It's a tongue twister. It's hard. Wow. 2022. 2022. Get the 2022s out. Shake it out. 2022. 2022. 2022. We're live. No, we're doing it live. 